Through the apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm joined by Gaz. Hello. And Mike. Hello. And this week we're doing a weird news special because we went to Oktoberfest yesterday and got really drunk. Yeah, we didn't have time to research anything no. this week. And we're all a little bit delicate. Yes. I would say, from yesterday's shenanigans. So uh, bear with us. But you'll still get your same quality, hilarious, entertaining, and informing um, podcast. From us, maybe. Allegedly. Possibly. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so it's just weird news this week, and yeah. that's your lot. <laughs> that's it. But weird news specials are fun. Yeah. We've got some reggae box, haven't and we? We've got a reggae box. Of, and never go full Alex. Never go full Alex at the end. Awesome. So, right, should we. Uh, that's the first one. This is pretty recent. From literally, I think it was yesterday. A Banksy painting shredded immediately after selling for over £1 million. Oh, that's amazing. So a world-renowned artist and professional prankster Banksy knows a thing or two about attracting attention, yet his latest stunt might be his most extravagant, expensive to date. On Friday night, his famous 2006 artwork, Girl with a Blue, was auctioned off by Sotheby's, eventually selling for the eye-watering price of £1.2 million. This wasn't a regular auction, though. This appears to have been an, uh, an elaborate performance piece. Oh. Once the piece was sold, it slowly started to slide out of its frame and into a shredder that was installed within. <laughs> this destroys, thus destroying the valuable piece that someone has spent a lot of money on just moments before. And if you've got a million pounds to spend on a piece of fucking artwork, first of all, I think you're a cunt. <laughs> Second of all, don't spend a million pounds on a fucking painting. No, not Banksy. I mean, it's... Isn't he like an anti-capitalist yeah. person? <laughs> so, this is brilliant. I quite like this. Yeah. It literally, apparently, it was as the... the, the what they call the auctioneer's hammer, the gable, gabble, gabble. Sort of gabble. Yeah. That's what triggered it. As soon as that thing went down, sold. Zzzz, oh, uh, I wonder how the person who bought it feels. Well, but the uh, Alex Branzik of Sotheby's said uh, he was not in on the ruse... Why is he calling it a ruse? <laughs> I like that word, though. I like yeah. it, but I wouldn't call this a ruse. Uh, I'd say this was a prank. My favourite, well, my favourite use of the word ruse comes from the film Clerks. That's right. where I learned it from. <laughs> where Randall, he's not paying attention to the woman in the shop, but she holds up one video and she's like, "Is this a good film?" He's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." And then she goes, "How about this one?" And holds up the same film, and he's like. Yeah, it's pretty good. And she's like, you didn't even look. And he's like, I didn't appreciate your attempt at a ruse. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. Yes. So, do you want to read the so, quote? Do you want yeah. Gaz in oh. your accent? What's his, Man, oh, is he's, he, he's from Sotheby's. Uh, it appears we have just got Banksied. He is arguably the greatest British street artist, and tonight we saw a little piece of Banksy genius. We are busy figuring out what this means in an auction context. The shredding is now part of the integral artwork. We have not experienced a situation where a painting has spontaneously shredded upon achieving a record for the artist. So, 
But from what he's saying there, I read into that is he's still he's like yeah, but now we got a shredded Banksy. Oh, that's what they're saying. And it was <laughs> it's the famous shredded yeah, Banksy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now some dumb cunt's gonna spend two point six million on a Banksy in a box. <laughs> Just literally a cardboard box filled with strips of yeah. Banksy artwork. The most expensive confetti. <laughs> it's just a, it's an expensive jigsaw piece. Yeah. <laughs> Put some sellotape on the back. Be fine. I mean, I wonder, I bet the person who I wonder if the person who bought it. I don't know if the article. We might find out in a moment. So I think if you go down, we've got the quote. Uh, uh, we have talked with a successful purchaser who was surprised by the story. No, <laughs> we are in discussion about next steps. I suppose can they sell it? I mean, well, I can guarantee the next step will be the fucking purchaser saying, "I want my fucking one point two million back." <laughs> Good old Banksy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thought it was worth it. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally against it. I mean, a private collector has all this art in his place, where only he. And his friends and family can see it. His reptilian friends. Yeah. Very true. You know. That's why I like it when these people mm. buy it and they donate it to a museum. Yeah, well, that's what's. We were talking about Indiana Jones off mic, weren't we? What's Ooh. the quote? This belongs in a museum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Excellent. the Ark of the Covenant he was talking about, though, wasn't it? Oh. I don't know. I, uh, maybe, but you wouldn't want that in a museum because someone's only got to lift the lid off and uh, yeah. some inquisitive child gets beyond that vel red velvet rope and causes lifts the, the lid up. Next thing you know, <laughs> demons everywhere. His face is melting. <laughs> sue that. Sue the museum for that. <laughs> Your Ark of the Covenant exhibition melted my child's face. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse than the time Banksy shredded his fucking painting. <laughs> it's a disgrace. <laughs> I say, good on you, Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously got enough money. To live and survive and be quite healthy, so he doesn't. I love the fact that he, 1.2 million doesn't interest him. I um, bet he was what in a the audience to make, probably, yeah, because yeah, no one's to this day doesn't know what he looks like, do they? That's a miracle in itself, isn't it? But people must know, he must have close people to him that know, but he's like Batman, no, no one knows, just, but no one's maybe ever, it's a future episode. Yeah, who the fuck is Banksy? I've never watched the film. I've been told it's excellent. Exit through the gift yeah, shop. Yeah, I've not seen it. I've, I've been I told it's to, good. Yeah. So, yeah, go on your Banksy. Yeah. And if for some bizarre reason, I can't imagine there's anyone listening who doesn't know Banksy. But if you don't, you're in for a treat. Google street artist Banksy. You must know him. If you don't know him, you know his artwork. You yeah, you'll have seen his artwork yeah. somewhere. Excellent. Good on yeah. you. Uh, so the next one, the time travel. Time traveller who claims he visited the year 8,973 passes a lie detector test. And as we've said before, they're not exactly great, are they? Well, this is a perfect time to light this joint. <laughs> a man who claims he was sent by the British government to a future where immortal human cyborgs rule has passed a lie detector test. I like how we're getting on the time travel now, before we had the Project Montauk and the Americans yeah. and... Captain Burrito going back to the Civil War. <laughs> and now we've got the British government jumping on that. We've got a secret time travel programme, obviously. So, but what's a... No, no read the article. No. We'll... Uh, the Mirror reports that William Taylor claims he was part of a project funded by the British government which saw him spend six hours in the year 8,973. Wow. On his jolly jaunt into realms unknown, William encountered all manner of fancy things, including telepathic robot-human hybrids who live forever. In a secretive project... That he claims was sponsored by the British government, Taylor was fast-tracked forward a few thousand years to see what was what. And despite despite apocalyptic predictions of the future planet Earth, Taylor said it was a utopia that he didn't want to leave. 
Apparently there was no crime, conflict, poverty or disease, and there was a cure for every problem. Of course... Yeah, because everyone's a fucking robot! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got a bit of rust on my elbow, Doctor. <laughs> That's the most you're going to get. We're oh, going to live forever. <laughs> 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 uh, um, the inhabitants of this perfect paradise were cyborg-like residents, and although Taylor claims they looked somewhat freaky to our sensibilities, these future creatures as hearts of gold. The cyborgs had abnormally large heads and eyes, but small mouths. But here's the best part, they're all immortal. Taylor believes that the alien-like creatures were direct descendants of human beings, and, though, though the, and although they communicated through telepathy, they could also speak to Taylor in the English tongue. Well, that's fucking convenient, isn't it? Mm. Well, eight thousand nine hundred seventy-three. Immortal cyborgs, of yeah, they can but, speak. But eight hundred eight thousand nine hundred seventy-three in the English language has not evolved enough that he can still understand they can, them. They can probably go back to the dialect of the time. Well, I suppose if they're all connected yeah. to the internet, yeah, they could go back. The hive mind. The hive mind, oh man. Would that then lead to a lack of individualism amongst these people? Because they're all plugged into one hive mind. Mm, it's probably from, he was there for six hours and to him looks like a utopia, but I bet if he, if he asked around a bit, he might have met an android that was like, I desperately want to do ballet. I, I, want, <laughs> I want a pink Mohican, but it's not allowed. <laughs> We're all uniform. We're all, shh, quick, they're coming. <laughs> oh. It's probably yeah, fucking yeah. human slaves in the tin mines, though. Yeah, oh, he never yeah. saw them, did he? He didn't find the human yeah. slaves. No, he, he didn't go to anyone's house. We're probably kept at home like pets. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll go and walk the human later. Yeah. Humans mm. would be a shit pet. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we? Yeah. We would be the worst pet. Always fucking complaining. <laughs> it won't stop masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my human, I've got the same problem. <laughs> <laughs> and he will hey, you, owner, these biscuits are shit. Call these fucking biscuits. It's a fucking disgrace. You throw them in your robot's face. I'm on fucking hunger strike. And stop wiping your ass on the carpet. Dragging yourself along. Stop mounting someone's leg, you know. Don't watch me when I do this, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> fucking robot freak. We would be the worst pets ever. <laughs> we would. <laughs> oh, well. Excellent. Well, well apparently. I like the idea, though, of it. Be, it's nice that, I mean, people do say that's the next stage of human evolution. We're eventually just going to build robot bodies. and. But I thought the idea was that we would inject our consciousness or transfer our minds into the robot bodies. Yeah, that but was then I suppose, though, what happens then because robots can't fucking create new ones, can they? They must. So eventually, the personalities are going to run out. Yeah. And where does the and then they live forever? But I. But what I'm saying is, they'll evolve beyond. We're going to get this started. It'll start with us converting our bodies to robotic bodies, putting our consciousness in robotic mm -hmm. bodies. But eventually, there won't be any more humans. No, there'll be like the three thousand cyborgs. Yeah, three million cyborgs or whatever. Unless they like, when you give up your, you get your cyborg implants. They, yeah. you know, take a gene sample or a semen sample or an egg sample or whatever. Oh, but they can they grow them in vitro, can't they? Yeah, uh, this is the year eight thousand nine hundred seventy-three. Yeah, they're growing humans. Very in true. Yes, yeah, so they'll have human factories. And when two cyborgs want to have a baby cyborg, they grow. They go and buy one of the grown babies, transfer its mind into a little baby robot body. 
Maybe you stay as a human for a while and then you they give you you get the cyborg thing as you get older. But what I'm yeah. saying is, do you get what I'm saying? eventually you won't need humans in the equation at all, will you? And we'll have just yeah. evolved into something new, and it'll just be these robots left for eternity. Which sounds like utopia. Great for the robots. Is that that great for us? No. Because we cease to be. Well, it's, just, it's, just, it's evolution, isn't you it? You should have asked more questions, Taylor, you silly fucking... Well, there's no such thing as death now. For them. For them. But, but then again, they... Would they just keep the population at a constant level, then? They probably won't make any new Oh, it's bollocks then. anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you. Are you suggesting, Mike... That this Taylor fellow, who may I remind you, passed a quote lie detector yeah. test. And Thatcher's government in 1981 fucking got the money together to knock together a time travel program. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a bit pissed off if you are the government though and you paid for all this and off he went and did his findings. And he obviously must have signed a non-disclosure agreement. And here he is talking to the Inquisitor.com. Yeah. No one expects Inquisitor.com. Uh, <laughs> let's let's say it's true. Okay. <laughs> and, um, let's see what else he said because he says Taylor himself has claimed to have visited the future before. He said he used a cylindrical time machine to visit the year three thousand. Apparently, life in three thousand wasn't as rosy as it was in eight nine seven three. Did everyone live underwater like the song? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be there too long. There was a red sky and pollution was everywhere. I realised there was radiation in the air, so I had to leave quickly. Oh, fuck. So we've got to have a nuclear apocalypse before we get to the happy cyborg land. We'll be dead by then anyway, won't we? He also says by 2028 we'll all have time machines and we can hop around in time and space unhindered. Well, like Rick and Morty. So why would it be shit in 3000 unless there was a nuclear war, perhaps? You may scoff at Taylor's outlandish claims, but all the <coughs> stories have passed the lie detector text test carried out by Apex TV with honours. I'm sure yeah. Oh, they're the guys. They're the ones that had that skinny time traveller, and then his dad decided to get oh, in on the deal. Right. Remember? He said, "Oh yeah, I'm him from forty years on," mm. and they blurred all their faces, even though they were one was considerably taller and the other was twelve stone heavier. Oh man. That's the same people. They seem to do all that time travel stuff, this Apex TV. Well, I'm not casting aspersions, but Apex TV, they sound to me like a TV channel or an internet TV channel. Where does their expertise in the field of lie detector well, there we go. operation yeah. come from? Where did they fucking buy it from? Was Probably it, Alex Jones. Was it eBay? <laughs> <laughs> and we know they're not reliable anyway, so... Yeah, proves yeah. nothing. Can't use yeah. them in court. All it proves is that guy knows how to beat a lie detector yeah. test. He just stayed very calm. Didn't get sweaty. There you go. Fuck's sake. Why so couldn't he just... Popped, popped a couple of valley or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't he just bring something back with him to prove his thing? You know. But is it like in some movies where you, you bring something physical back and it just disintegrates as soon as you get back? Yeah, maybe. There does say no, no uh, repercussions on... Well, by 2028, you can go wherever you want, do whatever you want, no repercussions. Well, that's why the Terminators arrive naked, don't they? Because uh, they can't send um, inanimate like, objects. Yeah, like Metal clothes objects. won't yeah. survive the. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, thing is, 
it might be quite an accurate description of the future because that's what a lot of futurists and people yeah. seem to think is the way things are obviously going. A good quote that Joe Rogan always brings up, it's from someone else, a famous writer, but humans are the sex organs of the machine world. So essentially our only purpose on Earth, the human species, was to then give birth to the next species, which will be robotic yeah. um, and will inhabit the Earth. Because mm. they're, they're going to be able to live in a... Without the, you know, if the sun goes dark, I don't know, maybe the robots will be okay. Yeah. Mm. If there's an asteroid that covers the cloud so the sunlight doesn't get through for like 20 years and kills off all the organic life, the robots are going to be alright, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they'll be fine. Oh, man. I'd it's all so fucking grim dark. It is, isn't it? Oh, I love being human. This is why I wish we were thick. Thick people are happy. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. It is. Thick people are happier than us. There's a nice video, nice tie-in I've got to that video. <laughs> oh yeah, later on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's next? I don't know, uh, I don't know what's up next. So we... But, yeah, it's... Um, oh yeah, it is. There we go. Okay. So, so, are thick people happier? Yes. Let's find out. <laughs> this is from uh, Occupy Democracy. We featured one of their videos before, the, uh, the Space Force video. Uh, which was we, we were all big fans of. Yes, we've heard these people before they're wonderful so this is four minutes of trump supporters saying the dumbest things <laughs> you're welcome this uh, what if a picture of trump surfaced showing him smoking crack would you still vote for him absolutely <laughs> we won with poorly educated i love the poorly educated <laughs> why you can trump what what is it the pussy yeah, yeah. Oh. What, do you, what did you mean by that? 
Well, all you have to do is study it out. Just study it out, and you'll see. You haven't done your homework, buddy. And what, what do I need to study? To somebody else. He's a communist, and those of us who are not voting for him know it. And what do you mean by communist? You don't know? No, just tell me. Help me out here. You don't know? I just want to know what you mean. Oh, I know what I mean. Well, help us out. You're on national television. Oh, I know I'm on national television. Well, well, tell me what you mean when you just accuse a guy of being a cop. You think he's you American? You just study it out. Is he American? Oh, no. He's not an American. No. What is he? What country is he from? He, just because he was born here doesn't mean that he's, he thinks like us. He's a communist, buddy. Okay, thank you. And not like California, where three million illegals voted. Do you believe that there was widespread voting abuse? I think there was in some states. Ten the millions of people. I, California allows it. People they do not allow illegal. You mean illegal? You mean voter fraud? California allows. This is the kind of person that needs to lead our country. God can use anybody. He used. He used the harlots. <laughs> and that's I'm, the thing. I'm, I'm, it's all about what God can do. To allow her husband to disrespect her, uh, I think that's horrible. You're holding that to Hillary. What we sow is what we receive. So what's worse? Hillary allowing Bill to cheat or Donald Trump cheating? Well, I want to I be clear. Uh, <laughs> and I am so excited about space force. I think ISIS could get to space. Space ISIS. Space ISIS. Pretty much we need uh, regulations in space because you can do whatever you want. Isn't Trump against regulation? Yeah, but as a... Yeah, I just stuttered myself here. You know what? Space Force, it's yeah. just a cool name. <laughs> yeah, that's got a point on that. Yes, yes. Oh, that was... Um, so, yeah. Funny, um, but also sad. These people walk among us and they vote. My favourite was that politician who said, I want to be clear, I misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> One sentence after he's just made the statement. <laughs> Fucking hell. Actually, my favourite one was the, the, the old woman with the, uh, the blind chick glasses on going, he's a communist! He's like, well, what's that mean? Well, you don't know? No, just tell me. It's the girl yeah. about Christmas that got me. Oh, yeah, oh, she was man. good as well. She yeah, was she adamant is. that she was right, even though he was undoing her whole argument yeah. throughout, the, throughout the interview. She's still like, right, she still thought she was yeah. winning an argument, didn't she? She was that... I think the beauty of that guy, that, mm. that guy in particular, great, is that he... He's not being nasty, he's just like, go on, tell me then. Yeah, so he's not being confrontational. He's giving them a chance to air their views yeah. and they're hanging themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows how to get them to hang themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful part. I wouldn't say it was sort of biased. I think mean, he's, he's giving these people a chance to communicate their own uh, opinions. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are batshit insane. She's ready to do it. She reminded me, you know the lady who said you don't want neighbours next to you that are going to murder you in you sleep? You mean the, the lady in the, you, the Stars and Stripes cowboy outfit? Yeah. Well, yeah. He said to her, who's going to do that? And she said, Muslims. And it reminded me of, there's a comedian called Ralphie May. He does this awesome little bit where he essentially says that the boom period America had before 9-11 happened because everyone was working together, black, white and brown, those are his words. I think he means Mexicans. Hispanics. To, well, Hispanics, yeah, sorry. To build a, you know, to build a, a boom in economy, economy, everything was going great. Then 9-11 happened, and he says, we have a new boogeyman now. Yeah. A different kind of brown person. They're Muslims, and he's like, they're at every corner, they're going to get you, they're going to jump out, and he just breaks into song and sings, Muslims are going to get you, Muslims are going <laughs> to get you. Allah, Allah, Allah. <laughs> There's so much truth to it, though, because yeah. she's just proved the point. She doesn't know what a fucking Muslim is. She's just been told 
That's what's going to get you. She reminded me of a crack addicted sort of or meth addicted barmaid. <laughs> I don't know why. In some deep in some deep southern trailer park town, yeah. there's a little shanty bar, yeah. and she's wearing that outfit to work every day because all she's got in her life is to be proud of the fact that she was born somewhere by accident. Yeah. So, I bet she's like a head teacher or something. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? If my head, my child's head teacher. I've got any, but you know, if, if hypothetically scenario, yeah, turned up. I found out that they were trotting around in a in a Union Jack sort of suit with a bowler hat and mm. shouting about the fucking how great the Tories are. I'd be having serious words with them. Yeah. Like, why? Why the suit, mate? I was just about to say I probably still would have sex with her, but then I followed it through in my mind to like walking into her bar in the middle of nowhere and turning on the old the old gas charm and saying to her <laughs> hello, and she'd be like, what the. F- Fuck, you talking like a homosexual or something. <laughs> what is that accent? Like, oh, this is Queen's English, uh, darling. Um, may I buy you a drink? Fucking fag! And she'll be <laughs> shooting at me as I run through the fucking bar. <laughs> You're going to be running through the bar with glasses exploding <laughs> either side of you. There's everyone in the bar pulls everyone. up. <laughs> He's a what? <laughs> I was literally trying to have sex with that woman! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a homo to me. <laughs> you have much Kirby enthusiasm? I haven't, no, but There's I know. There's a scene in it where, he, where he's after this one woman and she, mm. he really fancies her <laughs> and he finally gets slogging her in the dressing room and thinks this is mm. it, yeah. Mm. And he looks over and there's a picture of George W. Bush. <laughs> he, he looks at her and goes, are you a Republican? She just looks at him and he just goes... Okay. He's can't do it! <laughs> Kills his bone. He's can't do it! <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fucking hell. Good on you, Trump fans, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Good luck to them. They're people, too. That's they the are, thing we have to remember. But, but it's just like, God. you've got to really... I mean, you've got to really have swallowed a lot of bullshit to be at that state. Of course. Um, but the thing is, it's not their fault because they they've been influenced by the the, the media, the media tells your them Fox everything. News, the real fake news, Fox News. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you can't say the, the, the Christian girl. You mm. can't say Happy Holidays. People are saying you can't say Happy Christmas. Immigrants are complaining. So no one's no one ever one said that. It. it just has no it written in cards and it. things. But nobody tells yeah. you you can't say Merry Christmas. Yeah. Everybody still says Merry Christmas to each other. Yeah. You know, if you was, I don't say Merry Christmas to any cunts. I hate fucking Christmas. Mm. So. Didn't we do a story on like that? There's a belief in America that Christmas is under threat. The war on Christmas. Yeah, was it? We t- and it's a complete media fabrication. Yeah, it's Fox right? News just yeah. saying that these people are coming to the country and wanting you to change your Christian values, and we're a Christian nation. Uh, you're like, it's fucking one day of getting drunk and eating uh, too much. Even Christmas isn't safe, folks. Yeah. These Muslims know no bounds. Yeah. They well. want your turkey. <laughs> they want turkey banned. And booze. Oh, fuck's sake. Strange times indeed. But hey, all we can do is what we are doing. Drink our way through it with yeah. a smile on our face and that good old British self-deprecating uh, sort of, well, we know it's all fucking shit, but... <laughs> Football was good this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we um, go to the reggae box? Break yeah, up. man, let's do it. Oh, I'll just have one that quick thing. It's kind of a news story. It was in the news today what Jeremy said something, Jeremy Corbyn, which I thought was really good, and I thought you two might like it being football fans. So I didn't realise he's a football fan as well. Mm. And he's saying that, like, when I go and meet grassroots clubs and things, they've got no money, they've got no facilities. Mm. 
And he, he wants to get involved with the Premier League and basically put the onus on Premier League clubs to spend some of their fucking tens of millions of pounds mm. on these fucking facilities that have nothing to do with the club but are just for the city. So kids can fucking play. Yeah, yeah. And they potentially end up playing yes. for that team. You know, so yeah, I thought that was a. a go on, Jesse. But can you tell private companies uh, on how to spend their money? No, but I'm sure being. You can maybe lean on them a bit. I'm sure there's ways you can. I think if you sold it to them as look like, look, mm. this could be a great source of free players you for you. You can make laws. You can make laws and say, look, well, that's you've got to give ten percent of your profit back to your city, yeah. Yeah. to grassroots football in your city. I think it's fair enough. Mm. Personally. Of course it is for Premier League Personally, clubs. Anyway, yeah. no Premier League club is. Well, I suppose some of the clubs down the bottom haven't got money to spunk away, but no one's on the verge of going bust, no. are they? No. I mean, no, I wouldn't enforce. Anyway. Well, I wouldn't enforce it on your, you know, your League Two teams that are struggling and things like that. Like, it would be, mm. Specifically, I would say Premier League clubs should definitely, yeah, put back in. Yeah. We'll do a few more weird news, but if you don't mind, before we. Yeah, 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 we can do. Yeah. We'll, so, what we got? UFO news. Hey. Daily Star. To the Stars Academy. That's um, Tom DeLonge, is yeah. it? Uh, right. We've covered this. Uh, yeah. uh, he's st- yes, yes, the, the To the Stars Academy is studying, quote, alien spaceship materials. Well, if you remember in our Pentagon episode. Mm. Our emergency broadcast, yes, yeah. Um, they said that they'd recovered alien materials, didn't they? Allegedly so. And apparently now they're studying them. It's taken them a while, hasn't it? Well, that's <laughs> that's ages ago. Well, they're releasing the yeah. fact that they're... You need to tell me these people that are pulling Tom DeLong's chain haven't rinsed his fucking uh, fortune yet because they're <laughs> fucking going to, Tom. <laughs> yes, I know he told you he's a general, Tom, but that doesn't mean he's got bits of spaceships. <laughs> he's just got to Tom DeLong's so off his face, this guy's just turned up with some Tim Ford and some Malta wood. You go, there you go, Tom. Alien spaceship, mate. <laughs> you had a little plastic flying saucer. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's, the whole thing's so yeah. fucking surreal. It's, it is just like, he, I mean, he's got to have, I wouldn't say he's super rich, but let's say he's but, got a hundred million in the band. Yeah, because the thing yeah. is, well, not just the band, he's got a very successful clothing, skateboard, oh, so he's, he's, Atticus, it's called. Uh, so I think the guy's got money to Would you say he's got a couple of hundred million in the bank? Are we at that level? Are we, are we talking more? I mean... Well, I'm sure there's other investors, Ben. Mm. There probably is, yeah. He's still, but it I just think you're like on the right lines. He's got money to burn, and he, he's being rinsed for it by I think, these people. I think he is, yeah. Well, apparently they've got seven samples of a down flying saucer. Oh. Did, okay. you, did you watch the Joe Rogan interview, mate? I did. It was hard to mm. watch, wasn't it? Was he just sniffing all the time? He was off it, and, and the thing with Joe is he won't just let you sit and... If he doesn't think there's truth to something you're saying, oh, he'll challenge he you. won't do it in a nasty way, though, but he'll just keep pushing you. It's like, mm. well, explain that. What do you mean? How, Tom? It was all—it was painful to listen to, man. Because like Tom didn't have any fucking answers. He didn't. Mm. And the story I essentially got was, yeah, he's literally meeting these generals that are telling him they used to have a certain level of clearance. Yeah. And he's paying them. They're on his staff. Now, these, these retired generals must be laughing all the way. They must drive home. They must love all the small things. <laughs> all the small oh, change. Yeah, I love this band. <laughs> But anyway, what's he saying now? So, the To The Stars Academy, a group of former Secret Service, US government workers and scientists, claim to have seven samples from a downed flying saucer. Each sample represents different elements of potential unidentified aerial phenomena 
and how they operate the Academy, sir. Initial studies of the objects under the Adam Research Project have thrown up some incredible results, according to reports. It's said that the material was released when the unidentified aerial phenomena <laughs> was hovering... I'm, I'm always waiting for one of you guys to jump in when I say phenomena. Like a phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> Just say um, UAP then, if you want. <laughs> I like to say phenomena. <laughs> um, it was it was uh, hovering and also formed part of the material of a wedged craft. We've got wedged crafts, haven't we? What's a wedged craft? A triangle, I assume. Oh, okay. We've yeah. got them, isn't the uh, Isn't Randy Kramer knocking on about? We have the, the, the mantas, are they? The, some, well, the, the triangle-shaped... If you see a triangle-shaped UFO, it's probably one of ours. Well, the actual stealth bomber's fairly triangle-shaped, isn't it? To be fair. And haven't people said that 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 probably does get mistaken for a UFO fairly often? I've said that. Yeah. Because remember, when they they didn't unveil the stealth aircraft, especially the B-2, which Mm. is the bomber, the big flat-flying wing. Yeah. Think they unveiled that about 1990? Wow. Maybe 89, something like that. So you've got that flying mm. around the skies in Nevada while they're perfecting it yeah. for what, forty years? Christ! You know? Yeah. So other people seeing it so in that time. You look at that from the side. It's a yeah. it's a flat shape with a little dome on the top. Classic UFO, isn't it? Look at it from below. Oh, yeah. You know, I did. I'm sure it's that plane, but um, I heard that when it's on the ground, like there are gaps in the panels, like. It's not like a sun, like it leaks fuel and stuff. Oh, that's the black bird you're thinking right. of. Because then when it goes up, everything heats up and expands and it yeah. becomes tight. But when it's yeah on the ground, it's loose. Yeah, it I literally thought, just groans and yeah. drips and, and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. Black but it was built in the 60s, remember? Yeah, but still, the tech to know, though, that mm. this thing's going to expand, so we've got to build that into the design. Mm. You know, and it just expands and cools and, yeah, awesome tech. Concord used to do that. Yeah, it did. Didn't it was um, one of the pilots. There's apparently in the, in the cockpit. There was this tiny little gap. Yeah. In, between bulkheads. Oh, awesome. And this pilot put his hat in there. It was his first one of his first trips on. I think he was a co-pilot. Put his yeah. hat in this gap. Yeah. Had to wait to the return due to get his hat back. Oh, he's he's this, this big smashed his hat together. <laughs> 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 the, uh, in, and apparently there was a spot on the dashboard that was so hot you could have cooked an egg on it. But I don't know how true that is. Wow. That's what I read somewhere. Because remember, you've got a lot of heat and friction. You know, mm. Yeah. Concord. I did hear I, it was an episode of Stuff You Should Know they explained that last accident. I don't think it was the last accident. We only had the one, to be fair. Oh, it was the one where it, um, it hit some debris on the That's runway. It, yeah, yeah. And then it ignited the. And there's that awesome. Well, it's not awesome, it's tragic, everyone died, but it looks like it's rocket powered. There's just a yeah. 200 feet of flame coming out of the back of it. But anyway, on to a Tom, back to Tom DeLong's Tom DeLong, sorry. discovered. Apparently, there's a picture. That's what we're looking at now. The sample of the material. Is that an actual photograph or some kind Apparently. of scan? Uh, yeah, including that one. Yeah. Um, to the Stars Academy said, the magnesium zinc bismuth sample is from a UAP crash recovery, but admits the source cannot be verified. So it's like, hey, we've got this, but we can't guarantee it. Mm, That's a bit of a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Its experts said there is no precedent for this structured combination of materials and the true purpose or function of the material is unknown. Intriguingly, it said that one side of a sample appears to have been tooled because it has a definite contour. They also found the material acts as a a wave guide for terahertz, which are electromagnetic waves. Uh, Yeah. Wow. That's interesting, isn't it? But it doesn't mean it's a spaceship. 
Could have been a plane. No. Could have been a missile. Uh, the US government uh, is storing capture materials from UFOs in a huge, heavily guarded hangar near Las Vegas, has been claimed recently. The Pentagon's top-secret advanced aerospace threat identification program, which is ATIP, investigated flying sources for four years from 2008. Um, and then, of course, Harry Reid was the Democratic senator who pushed for that and got his mate... Uh, what was his mate's name again? The aerospace engineer? Mm. Give him sort of 16 million quid and said, there Don't you go. Somebody, yeah, go and investigate some UFOs. Well, soon they might have to give the money to Tom DeLong because I don't think he's going to have much left. I bet he rejoins Blink-182, won't he? Oh, yeah, when he needs some money, they'll do, well, they'll do a big tour when they do a world tour, refill his coffers. To pay for more alien fucking research. There man. will definitely be aliens on the, on the stage, though, won't oh, there? The, the, the backdrop of that. Yeah. So what do you think, Dink? They've got something, or...? Uh, it's hard to say, isn't it? I mean, I want to believe they've got something. I want to believe! Let's say, mm. then, but putting our cynical hats on now, let's say you and I know something about metals and how to work metals. Yeah. Can we just take a combination of materials and metals that we know isn't regularly used because we're trying to fuck Tom over and they're just knock them together in a way that, like, he's definitely... They're going to fall for this because no plane is made. People don't use metal like this and... Like it says, finishing yeah. it on a machine and it's yeah. been contoured. The only thing that I'm not even going to claim to understand, what I'm saying is I think it'd be easy for someone to blag something. But the bit I didn't, I'm not going to pretend to understand is when it said it acts like a waveform for, for what? Electromagnetic waves. So it must conduct electromagnetic waves. Which I believe, believe that There's someone somewhere theorised that, that um, sources fly using that kind of stuff. That's, uh, that's their purport, that's their... Right. Levitate fires like gravity waves, electromagnetic waves down, that bounces back up and sort of keeps them in the air and like, don't let them they crash. Well, They're always crashing, that always bugs me. But then again, are they being brought down? Yeah, that's the other thing. There's, there's a thing, the thing with the Roswell, for example, they were testing all that, um, the, the highly advanced radar. Mm. Did that fuck up the UFO's propulsion? Can they bring them down with really intense radar beams? Yeah. Let's say it's true then, let's go down that path. It's a pretty big deal, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> You're basically saying we've got this stuff that's been toured and it's not from our planet. And it conducts... You would say that is a smoking gun, wouldn't you? You would argue that is a smoking gun, definitely. That is proof. But would that really be allowed to get into the hands of fucking... Well, that's Tom DeLonge of all people. Tom DeLonge's <laughs> Alien Company Limited. That's another question. It? It'd, it'd be like, it'd be like the CIA knocking on the door and offering us a, a fucking corpse of a grey to dissect right now, wouldn't uh, it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, you guys, you conspiracy theorists. Yeah, have you got Have a, here's a body. Have a gander at this. Have a gander yeah. at this. You got 30 grand lying around first. No. Then have a gander. Well, let's say we did and we handed it over and then they gave us the alien body. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sceptical, but I'd like to... Okay. You know, Move on. I'm open, but sceptical. Yeah. Ooh. Large hard, huh? <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> you better explain what the fuck just happened there. Read the headline. <laughs> Large Hadron Collider <laughs> thank you. could shrink the Earth into a 300-foot ball. I'm a big fan of the theory that wow. they actually opened up some... When they kicked that thing off, they opened up some kind of multiverse. Yeah, because rallies and, and it all got up. Because everything got <laughs> shit since they started it up. And it's all gone shit and surreal, though, yeah, isn't it? Like, so. Well, look at our earlier video. Yeah. <laughs> What have they done? Oh, man. Yeah, so conspiracy theorists are obsessed with the idea the Large Hadron Collider could evoke a black hole or 
open a hole for hell itself, allowing demons to swarm. <laughs> 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 Swarm of demons! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> From the hole from hell! <laughs> oh, um, taking my soul! <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so um, now a serious scientist <laughs> has um, pointed out the hidden dangers of particle accelerators like the Large Hadron Collider. The Royal Astronomer Martin Rees. Or the Astronomer Royale, sorry. There's not like, the highest astronomer in the country? I think so. Um, describes the, uh, in brackets, theoretical risks in a new book on the future, Prospects for Humanity, The Large Hadron Collider. The Telegraph reports, perhaps a black hole could form and then suck everything around it. Whoa, sounds good to me. <laughs> the uh, second frightening possibility is that the quarks, whatever the fuck they are, recompile into compressed objects called strangles. This in itself would be harmless. However, according to some hypotheses, a strangler could, by contagion, convert anything else oops, sorry, it meets into a new form of matter, transforming the entire Earth into a hyperdense sphere of about 100 metres. Oh, that's so Hey, wow. at least it's still a sphere. Fuck you, <laughs> flat earthers. <laughs> <laughs> And they'd be able to see it was because you could just stand <laughs> You'd up. You'd be able to see the curve. Literally, <laughs> 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 I don't know. Are we gonna shrink as well, or are we just gonna fucking die? I think that we die. Fuck. Because if we shrink, we're gonna die anyway. It's gonna crush our bones, isn't it? Well, if we got, if we, if, like, let's say it's like inner space, it shrinks us to. Well, a, let's say we shrank with it, we'd still all freeze to death, wouldn't we? Because if the Earth was suddenly that much smaller, it would be that much further away from the Sun, wouldn't it? So we might. Well, yeah, a little over. bit. But also, it would lose its atmosphere because it wouldn't be able to, oh, yeah. to contain it. Oh, so, so we'd probably all die. Of... Fucking scientists. Uh, with your experiments. With your doomsday devices. <laughs> <laughs> Opening your holes to hell. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Reese says that empty space, what physicists call emptiness, well, I could have fucking figured that one out, <laughs> is more than just nothing. It is the arena for everything that happens. It has latent in it and all the force, par forces and particles that govern the physical world. The present vacuum could be fragile and unstable. Some have speculated that the concentrated energy created when the particles crash together could trigger a phase transition mm -hmm. that could tear out the fabric of space. This would be a cosmic calamity, not only terrestrial. Holy fuck. <laughs> and then some kind of fucking demon beast swarm uh, through that hole. So yeah, not only opening up a hole to hell, you we're opening up a hole in space! <laughs> <laughs> wow! And we'll destroy... That's so human. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We'll not only fuck up our own planet, we'll take down entire cosmoses oh. with us. You know what I mean? Galaxies. We'll just rip a big hole in them. Going Sorry, up. guys. <laughs> We're going like we came in, like we came in, kicking and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and covered in quarks. <laughs> Whatever the fuck a quark is. I, I don't know. I, I wish you would have explained what a quark was. <laughs> Sound at the quantum level, I think it's just like some a, type of particle. Yeah. Uh, oh, the noise you can hear yeah. is the cat. That's the show cat, Chester. You should be used to him by now. You go to atoms and then quarks and then. Mm. It goes lower into the things. Yeah. Mm. I'd say don't fuck with the quarks, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Leave them alone. <laughs> don't start opening gateways to hell in space. Yeah. Although, isn't that just the plot of Final Space? Have you guys seen that yet? No. Well, like, you have to close a hole in space. In, in oh, yeah, I have seen Final The cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched that. Yeah. 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 
Um, but they had to blow the antimatter bomb at the, at the literally the event horizon to uh, to close to, to close, close the, the close the portal. Yeah. Well, I think I might spend the rest of my life. There should be one lone protester outside the hadron. That's going to dedicate the one with a with a <laughs> sign. And a beard, and a, a dirty Mac. I think you should have the the sandwich sign with the end is nigh on yeah. it, and then stop hadron, stop colliding hadrons on the back. No holes to hell. Yeah. Not in my name. <laughs> <laughs> they probably just invite you in, give you a cuppa, show you where you're wrong. Yeah, or execute me round the back. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> so yeah. One more weird news. Uh, can we call a quick piss break? Yeah. Let's do yeah. It. Awesome. Right, so what we got next? In our Weird News Farce Awakens episode. Hmm. Oh, I saw this fucker. Ah, real life vampire reveals he drinks blood and sleeps in a coffin after a dream changes life forever. Okay. Andreas Bathory from Romania believes vampires are not only found in fiction and in fact walk among us. Pardon my cynical reading of this, listen. <laughs> he said he occasionally sleeps in a coffin when he wants to connect with the souls of the dead. Andreas said he was visited by a figure in his dream, a warlord with a taste for blood and claims he was chosen to spread his message. No, you're just fucking taking You just it. had a dream and you're taking it literally, <laughs> you bellend. Ah, uh, yes. The uh, quote vampire lord who lives on the sprawling grounds of Dracula's castle, Bran Castle in Transylvania, argues traditional blood drinking isn't sexual and true vampirism should not be confused with the more modern advent of blood fetishism. Uh, Andreas said, I keep a distance from the modern online vampire community. Well, that's fair enough. They're twats too. Um, <laughs> we preserve traditions, I don't know who this we is, um, preserve traditions that are more than 600 years old. The modern vampire community is full of sexual practices that work against the nature of existence of the higher self of the vampire. The vampire within doesn't fulfil itself through sexual deviance, blood fetishes or BDSM, that's uh, bondage, domination and submission. Uh, if anyone doesn't know... And this is not the way of the vampire. Well, I'm not interested in the way of the fucking vampire, then, to be fair, because there's no sexual deviance. I'm not really interested. Yeah, what's the point? Of it's just a bunch of goffing about, isn't it? Mm, sleeping in coffins, thinking yeah. that connecting with the dead. Souls of the dead. Yeah. Oh, this guy needs lucking up. Whose coffins have you been sleeping in? How can you legally get access to someone's coffin? And they just buy a coffin, didn't you? Yeah, but no one died in that one, then, did they? Well, yeah, so you could just buy one. Oh, does he? Oh, so he's not actually lying in a coffin that's got a body in it. No, no, because that'd just be really annoying. Oh, so he's just going down the Undertaker's and like, you fucking pussy. That's he's hard. He's in his bedroom and he's got, he's got a coffin on oh, it, you know, God, like, yeah. I'm do a it, vampire. Do it like the rest of us. <laughs> Go and dig up a grave, steal the coffin, yeah. take it home. I think he's got the fake mirrors that don't show you reflections. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, oh, God, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, what a f- I'd like to drive a stake through his heart. Just sit. Yeah. And I bet he goes out and he orders spaghetti mayonnaise and he says, you know, lead to garlic bread and shit like that. <laughs> 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 yeah, but he'd have to be invited in everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to go to the restaurant. Can I come in? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this bloke saying that, like, he dreamt it, so it's obviously true. So once the, the famous 80s singer in a dream, Morrissey, in my dream, came round for a cup of tea. It was very vivid, and I remember it to this day. We sat there, and I had a cup of tea with Morrissey. 
I don't walk around telling people I'm mates with Morrissey. <laughs> he you... came to me in a dream. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> you fucking fool. He built a tea room for him. <laughs> Bill <laughs> King never comes back. Anyone call? <laughs> you sleep in a blanket made of Morrissey record covers. Yes. Heaven <laughs> knows I'm miserable. Now. Hey, you will be if you keep listening to him. Oh, no. It's very uplifting music, actually. Uh, very marmite, I understand though, so... Yeah, he's alright, I don't mind the Smiths are okay. Um, Andreas claims his life changed forever when he was visited by an infamous figure in a dream, Vlad Tepes, also known as Vlad the Impaler, a warlord with a taste for blood. Andreas said, four years ago, he came to me in my dreams. He was in a dark chamber calling me my son. I can't help but think he might have been abused by a priest. <laughs> Uh, four years ago. <laughs> in a coffin. In a coffin. I don't believe I'm his descendant, but rather he chose me to relay his message and traditions with a new generation. But he wasn't a vampire. He just liked to <coughs> impale people as a bit of a, a psychological fuck, fuck you to, I mean, to the Turks. Yeah, he wasn't drinking blood. He wasn't, oh, he did drink blood. But oh, okay. He wasn't, he, <laughs> what, amongst, a, amongst a forest of impaled corpses, usually. But, uh, but still, he, he wasn't a, what you call a, he wasn't your traditional vampire, he was just a guy who knew he had just to do some psycho. weird shit to fuck with Turks who were trying to invade his country. Yeah, he didn't have like a big collar and a cape, did he? No, he definitely didn't turn into a bat. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'll run something by you speaking of bats. Leona was laughing at me hysterically the other night. I wouldn't go out in the garden for smoke because there was a bat flying around. Yeah. She found this utterly hilarious and apparently I'm the biggest pussy in the world now. What's a bat going to do? I didn't like the fact, hear me out, it just flying round seemingly randomly to me, and it was half dark, half light, dusk, I think it's known as. So uh, when, when you kill dragons, that's the, that's the perfect time, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it was just, just weird to have a bat flying round, and the, the idea of it making contact with me completely freaks me out. I don't want one of them horrible little fuckers touching me <laughs> with their horrible, their fingers go all the way to the ends of the wings. That's creepy in anyone's book. And people that think like they're bats. cute and lovely. No, I don't. I like bats. We had a bat stuck in the house when I was a, when I was a kid. Was it terrifying? Not really. Fuck. My dad just caught the fish in there and let it out. Oh. <laughs> thing well, is, that, that, when you're going out there, all that bat's doing is flying around eating the insects yeah, that are okay. about. He's not going to come in. They've got fucking like sonar built yes, into their heads. They're going to hit you. This. Leona said this as well. And she also schooled me. Because I turned around and said, listen, I've seen all the Batman films, right? <laughs> and in fucking more or less every one of them, there's a bit where little Bruce Wayne, a fuckload of bats fly all over him and fuck him up for life in the head. And she says, <laughs> straight away, correctly, just said, I think it was more his parents being shot in the face when he was a child <laughs> that scarred him. The bats may have just contributed gave to that the, later, they gave him that identity yeah, later that's on. that's where he got his idea to be Batman from. That's not what fucked him up. And I was like, you're ruining all my arguments for why I'm a pussy. <laughs> Has anyone ever been to the zoo where you go in and it's a darkened room and they fly about? No. no. I've been there, yeah. No, I wouldn't like that. You can that. sort of feel them, the wind oh. rushing past your head as they fly past. Cool. Oh. Did you ever the urge to become Batman after? No, I didn't. No. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. I just wanted a burger and go home. I found it. Wow. <laughs> Here I am surrounded by nature. I love a burger. I'd love to go home. Play championship manager. It was the last thing we did on the, on the, on the day. I had enough by then. I tell you what, I was traumatised and had to act like I wasn't when we went to the safari park. Summer just gone. And then there's a little section where 
it's like a bird section where they're all flying around free and you go in there with a little cup of well it looks exactly like sperm but it's some sort of sugary liquid or something i think it's something these fucking birds love anyway are they coming birds my chances possibly they're quite small mm. uh, but you walk in there with it then and they start landing all over you and they're going for the food and there's little kids in there like oh three of them land on my hand first of all it's fairly it hurt a little bit they got little grabby things and i was like well this isn't very pleasant. This isn't pleasant. I wasn't expecting that. And then the three that are on my arm start having a fucking royal rumble over the cup of spunk I'm holding. Right? I'm fucking shitting myself. I'm genuinely massively uncomfortable. And I'm going to look over at the girls and be like, hey, yeah, yeah, this is great. And I couldn't fucking get out of there quick enough, man. You're not a fan of birds, are you? I don't want animals on me. Unless it's a dog. When you go to the petting zoo and like, you know, little goats and that, little lambs. Not a fan of animals. I like, no, no, that didn't sound right. I love <laughs> yeah, animals. Not a fan of animals. Shoot, shot a lion yesterday. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just likes the sheep variety. Yeah, oh, I love a sheep. <laughs> but if there's a lamb in the petting zoo, that's different. I'd pet a lamb, possibly. I have fed a sheep with a milk bottle, actually. But you fed giraffes, you said? Yeah, through the car. There's video of that, but I wasn't happy, but I was scared. But the thing is, I love animals very much, but I don't believe man and the animal should share a space. Yeah. I really don't. Dogs and cats, we've sorted them out. They're all right. Domesticated, domesticated, yeah. yeah. Other animals, I no. That's why I didn't want to be out there smoking with the bat. But anyway, it was a massive tangent, and <laughs> I was hoping somebody else was going to say that they'd be scared of a bat flying around, and obviously I'm just a pussy. Next <laughs> news story, please. Oh, yes, you are. Want <laughs> <laughs> a bit of reggae boxing, then? Right. Yes. Um, Do you want to explain the, what the, the reggae box is? Uh, the reggae box is as, as follows, really. I don't like reggae. I think it's all bollocks. It all sounds the same. My least favourite genre of music. So, in honour of that, we have a reggae box where I put things that I don't like. Okay. Uh, it's like a almost a Room 101, but not. Yeah, completely. Completely original. Completely, legally, legally, completely different. Completely different. It's called a reggae box for a start, and it's yeah. a box rather than a room. Yeah, <laughs> there so you go. Have that. Give me your gun. I'll show you with the box. Who's in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, David. It seems that envy is my son. Oh, what's in the box? Me what's the in the fucking box? What is in the reggae box, Ben? So yeah, um, I got a couple. Okay. Um, Trees needs to stop fucking dancing again. Yes. Oh, coming home to dance. I don't know whether she's taking. They're taking a piss out of her. If anyone yeah. doesn't know, Ben. Oh, she, we had the the the, lead, the ruling party in, in Britain, the Conservative Party, had their annual conference uh, this week, and she, our Prime Minister Theresa May, came out onto stage to do a speech to Abba's dancing queen, and she then proceeded, proceeded to sort of dance slash strut yeah. out. I wouldn't call it a dance, but it is a dance, but she was moving in time. It's like, you embarrassed us all dancing in fucking Africa. We've mentioned this. Yeah, we have. Right? Stop dancing, and they're taking the piss out of you, Teresa, because you can't dance. She's taking the piss out of us. Yeah. Fucking smiling, laughing, and dancing on stage with 120,000 people have died because of austerity. Mm. Yeah, which has now ended apparently. The bit I hated as well after the dance. Believe it, fucking see it. Right, she gets to the podium and then she's like pointing at some people up in the um, 
It was sitting up in the rafters, you know, like she's some kind of <laughs> rapper or something, you know. It's so like it's a fucking Oscar ceremony. My people! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Check out my Tory peeps! Westminster ten... represents! The problem was, there was like fucking ten people oh, there. God, it was <laughs> They'd not want to hear her rap songs, you know what oh, I mean? When we, say dancing, <laughs> when, we say, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> when we say dancing, listener, if you haven't seen the footage, when we say dancing, we mean she awkwardly, unhumanly, yeah. unnaturally waved some parts of her body-ish uh, in a sort of... Uh, uh, it was... Cringe. She's certainly uncomfortable in her human form. Cringe off the charts, but it, you've got a second. If uh, could you go on Facebook, Mike? Mm-hmm. Sorry, and find my profile. Just before I left the house, I did a little uh, improvise. I was trying to write a song about Teresa's dancing. Yeah. We'll say if you've never listened before. When I say write songs, I'm fully aware I have no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> I can't play any instruments, but I try. So when I write songs, they're not really. So you don't have to tell me that it's shit, basically. I know it's shit, but, um, <laughs> yeah, because her dancing is very, very special. It is. It needs to stop. That's the one. It's only a few seconds long. I don't think I'll drop any N-bombs in it. So Oscar Pistorius without his legs still dances better than... Oh man, I think you've been shut down by oh, the government. Oh, on to you guys. No, they shut it down for crimes against music. <laughs> I'm not getting close to the truth. Oh well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But um, essentially... Oh, no, yeah. Oscar Pistorius without his legs Still dances better than Theresa May. She makes C3PO look like Michael Flatley because she dances so very, very badly. Every time Theresa does a little dance, a little boy dies in the south of France. <laughs> she's so evil. <laughs> Yeah, it's a work in progress. <laughs> that was my, my Teresa song. Thank you, boys, for indulging me. That's all right. Yeah. So, stop dancing. Stop fucking dancing, Teresa. Whoever your, your advisor is, it's Sack not them. funny. Sack them. But, but the thing is, though, the Tories and Tory supporters, they're all like, oh, that was, that was absolutely brilliant. Way to show them, Teresa. You own it, girl. Yeah. It doesn't matter that you can't dance. They may say that you can't dance, Teresa, but they can't say you didn't dance. <laughs> Fuck. Stop dancing! <laughs> and have you heard about the uh, 120 million quid that's been put aside for a festival of Brexit? <sighs> what the fuck is that? Genuinely, she, she said, um, May, just quite said, um, it's going to be so long after the, the date itself, um, 2019, March sometime, isn't it? Mm. That she's put aside 120 million quid mm. to hold a nation, a festival of Brexit, to celebrate what's great about this country. You're like, ugh. But my local A&E is just going to sell funding. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> In our hometown currently, um, where we're recording from, the um, the terrific Telford, they might be closing our A&E at night times. So we'd have to travel 30 miles either way 
further to get to a, an A&E. That's and an accident and emergency for anyone yeah. who is not familiar. It's, it's your, well, your first port of call if you have a nasty accident. And she's talking about, she's talking about 120 million. <sighs> Fucking... No uh, magic money tree. I don't know where to start with it's it. It's a £50 taxi fare, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it might be each way, to be fair. Oh, fuck, you know. Yeah, it might be. Fuck. But it might not be happening yet. We're fighting it. As people, we're fighting it. Well, I think they're trying to get some petition going. It's not definite. They're going to bring in emergency... Um, they're claiming it's to do with staffing levels, but it is basically because it's just been underfunded for the last sort of eight years now. Mm. That's pretty much it. That's what it boils down to. So, yes... um, But you've got 120 million. Who the... Fuck wants the festival of Brexit. And you can't call it that. Call it a festival of Britain for fuck's sake. The festival of Brexit. We had that in the fifties. Mm. Yeah, and I get why those things work. Those sort of expos where you know it shows what we're working on for the future and the best of our manufacture and all that. But I don't think we're in a position to be doing it. No. When we're worrying about because we don't know what the fuck. That hundred twenty million might be needed for maybe insulin. I don't. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> Exactly, it's a farce. There's it? no magic money tree, though, boys. That's what she said. But you can bang a hundred twenty million pound away for a festival that fucking and people don't want. And a the police can bribe yeah. the DUP to get into power. Yeah, I mean that. No magic money tree. No magic money tree, though. That one and a half billion is really like half the NHS budget for the fucking year. No, no magic money tree. It's in the Cayman Islands. Well, did did you see at the Conservative Party conference? There was a Cayman yeah. Island stand. Come on, oh, invest no. in the Cayman Islands. You could, Put your money you, with us. You couldn't fucking make no, no, no. it up. They are, you? And there's a thing to see the that... The arrogance of these pricks. Yeah. Well, you go back to, to our Trump video. They couldn't... They don't even know what that is. That's the thing. You can guarantee that the same over here with, the, with our gammons who are going to love that festival of Brexit. They, like, you know all the money's in the Cayman Islands, don't you? Nope, nope, fine. Love it. She's great. Trees and maids. Nigel Farage will be in there. Gammon uh, face cunt. <laughs> It's just gross. I did like though, have you seen someone re-edited, you know, as she walks out on the stage doing her dance, someone put Vince McMahon's music in instead. <laughs> <laughs> no chance! That's what you got! <laughs> I Plenty mean, politicians! I think yeah. someone also did it to the Liar Liar song as well. <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple of things for the... Go in the, we can close the box on this week. Hopefully she'll stop fucking dancing. It has to be the last time yeah. she fucking dances. And the only time I see her dancing is when her legs are twitching when she's hung the bitch. <laughs> oh, 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 shots fired, shots fired. War crimes against fucking humanity. The pacifist speaks what? of revolution. <laughs> Not war crimes, but crimes against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> is Tony, St. Tony going to be next to her Tony, on the gym? Yeah. Tony will be twitching in the background. And Ian Duncan well. fucking Smith. And a lot of them, Gove. Oh, I'm, I'm taking Gove's head personally. Because <laughs> he thinks we should all root through the skips now for stuff to find and reuse. Oh, what a... What he ain't going to be rooted through a skip, is he? They're such cunts. And did you see those selling mugs that were like anti-Jeremy Corbyn mugs that you could buy at, at your Tory conference? Like, ha 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 ha! You're s- a dick because you just wasted six quid on a mug that won't make sense in fucking <laughs> a couple of years. So, yeah, fuck. And also the, the Tory students the, who were out on the town had t-shirts that oh. said fuck the NHS on it and uh, Are you white power me? symbols. No. White power, doing white power symbols and the uh, and Jude, which is the, what the Germans called it, I think it's uh, German for Jews. You mentioned this to me yesterday, didn't yeah. you? And I remember having a little freak out because it's all this stuff I've obsessed over happening in America, isn't it? Yeah. With the alt-right and the Antifa. And the, 
Yeah, I've been obsessing over it in America, watching all these videos and that, and now it's sort of migrating here, and our Tories are the outright. Republicans, effectively. <sighs> How can you even say fuck the NHS? Do you know what I hope? I, this is what I would love. I'm just off the top of my head. You know how sometimes you go into a shop, and there's someone who's been shoplifting, they put their picture up in the yeah. shop. Do not serve this person. I would like to get the facial photographs of everyone who's identified wearing a fuck the NHS t-shirt, right? And I want every single ambulance and accident and emergency room in the country to have these pictures inside. And if any of these people ever need any kind of treatment, any kind of ambulance, they are fucking refused on the spot and reminded of their little fuck the NHS incident. I was just going to run him down in a car. <laughs> nah, fuck him. It'd be better to... That would move things along a bit. I'm with you. I was just going to run him down in a car and then... <laughs> yeah, but... The, Not fast. Uh, just enough for one That just shows you how, you know, morally Mindless. right doctors and that are. They would still mm. say the lie. They would, yes. That's the thing. They shouldn't, but they right, Well, it's a good thing. It's the hippocratic oath, innit? They all but swear it. They shouldn't take the time to say one died. I'm you know, oh, I, I joke about hanging Theresa May. Oh, I mean, it was a joke. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind if the fuck the NHS guy died. I really wouldn't. All of them. Plus, that just young Tories, to be honest. I don't I, understand why you'd be... Well, I know why you'd be a young Tory, because Daddy's very rich. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but surely you're going to uni. That, sorry, mm. I mean, I've never... I didn't, I'm the only one out of the three of us who never went to university. Mm. I'd imagine they're quite liberal places, aren't they? Universe, sharing of ideas, education. Thing. It was a mix, man. I met, you know, young... There was, like I said, there was a guy on my floor in the first year who was deeply Christian. I'd never met a real one of them before in my... Not one my own age. Mm. Yeah, but these young Tories, they aren't going to fucking yeah. University of Bristol, do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, you go yeah. to Aberystwyth. <laughs> yeah. No, I suppose not, but you still, yeah, think, but that, you still think that... that because they don't like Oxford and Cambridge, just so they go in there. They don't just accept rich people, do they? they... Oxford, Cambridge, and Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fantastic <laughs> university towns. You've got to have the grades to get in. Is that what yeah? You got to. Yeah, still... Let's say that I passed with three A stars on my A levels. I applied to Oxford. They yeah. they might take me. Mm -hmm. You know, so you'd have a chance, but. In their selection, I do think your family and where you come from, I think that shit does still matter to these in these sorts of institutions. But, ah, uh, fuck. But how can you possibly wear a T-shirt saying fuck the NHS? Considering you were probably born in an NHS hospital. Because even if you've got private healthcare, if you get into some horrible car accident, it's going to be an ambulance that takes you somewhere, isn't it? It's going to be... You still yeah. fucking need well, you, the you, NHS. You're going to ring 999 first. Yeah. You're going to go to a public hospital, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Fucking the cluelessness of it. Right. But they're just trolling. I'd love to think oh, that, yeah. that's serious trolling. It's disgusting, but it, I don't want to think anyone could be that callous or stupid. I would beat them to an inch of their lives. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. Well... They're sad little people anyway, because they're in the streets protesting. I mean, like... They were there on a night out. Well, that's what... Well... Why are you politicising your night out? That's a bad point. We didn't do that last night. No. Well, I did go a bit full Alex at one point. Yeah. He's shouting people in the street. You yeah. don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah, Gaz did go slightly full Alex. <laughs> you don't yeah. care. Uh, well, you know, it's fun. <laughs> you're like one of them random. That's I felt, like, I felt like you're one of them random street preachers you get. Yeah, that's, I think that's probably what I was going for. Conspiracy preacher. 
I was probably just trying to make you laugh. Handing out flyers. <laughs> Listen to the show, Listen you the fucking show. idiot. <laughs> you don't know you're fucking born. Ah, <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Uh, yes, that's why I don't go out in public very much. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, I found my, my phone this morning, there was a picture of you and the guy dressed as Donald Trump, <laughs> looking like father and son. <laughs> Although he had a beard in all fairness, but he was wearing a Make, make You Make Great Again hat dressed a bit like Trump. I'll have to blow it up. Did you tell him that he's my dad? Yeah. I don't think I did. I think I did. <laughs> that's why there's a picture on my phone of you two. You're quite happy about it. <laughs> I do remember the only bit where, remember that guy dressed as Ivan Drago who tried convincing us he was actually Russian? You fooled me. Um, well, I remember the only bit I got him to break and crack and drop the fucking accent a little bit. I literally just told him he was a shit improvisational comed- comedian and not nowhere near as good as he fucking thought he was. And he was just like, uh, okay. And uh, But still went straight back into the thing. But That's commitment. He was fucking annoying, yeah. Well, he was annoying me that I couldn't get him to break because I knew he was acting. I fucking just knew I could see. Sure, his driving license. Yeah, but it, it was English. It was English. It was. The guy was English as fuck. Anyway. I don't know, I was drunk. I was convinced. <laughs> the listeners don't know what the hell are on about. No, they so don't, um, do they? We'll move on, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Weird news? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do one more and have a piss break, eh? Sounds good. Oh, this is. Um, that. Oh, wow. Um. Therapist buries patients alive in coffins in shallow forest graves to cure psychological problems. Uh, I can't think that the opposite might be happening. Uh, that doesn't sound very healthy to me. No. I'd rather some antidepressants, to be honest. Yeah. Or a nice back rub. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> um, Andre, um, uh, anyone want to help me out with that Gelvetro? one? Gelvetro. Gelvetro. Uh, places patients in coffins before burying them as part of a psychological treatment. Yeah, he's psychologically fucks <laughs> yeah. you up. I think he's just a sadist. Yeah, his, uh, his unusual methods became known after a villager found 12 empty coffins abandoned in the forest near the capital of Kiev oh, in northern right. Ukraine. And I bet he went, Vampire! Vampire! <laughs> uh-huh. They're quite fucking down for that in Eastern Europe, aren't they? Yeah. The other guy's a vampire. Oh, sure, we'll try to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that bloke is a vampire. He's been nicked all 13. He's nicked one. <laughs> That's very good, it, bro. The villager <coughs> reportedly found a dozen freshly dug graves at the scene and called the police, uh, who then began looking into the incident. Their investigations led them to Svelvetro, uh, who reportedly admitted that the coffins were used by him in his psychological treatment. I, I oh, he buried them for two hours. Mm. Yeah, it's just, oh. It's not something that would give me fucking psychological peace, let's put it that way. Oh, look, it's it's not that bad, though, Ben, because it says there, a pipe can be seen sticking out of the coffin so the patient can breathe. Well, that's the least <laughs> I fucking expect, to be fair. I want an air hole. Oh, man. Uh, Zelvetro said, I created this treatment a few years ago. I was the first person who underwent it. Under, uh, who underwent it. This training helps you feel alive. No, it would help make me feel dead. <laughs> I bet you're glad to get out, though, aren't you? I bet you feel really alive when you got out. Yeah, but yeah. Not I think that's his, that's his yeah, point. Well, either way. Oh, you're warm to it now. No, no. I'm, 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 <laughs> there's there's three things, there's three ways I don't want to go. <laughs> Droning, fire, being buried alive. Yeah. yeah. They're my top three of ways I don't want to go. Me too. Mm. 
Top one is being 120 and choking on a 20 year old's bra strap as I remove it my teeth. Hey! <laughs> oh, and then crashing my plane. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a top one. <laughs> uh, one of the patients who was reportedly buried alive said, When I got out of the coffin, I felt as if I'd become a new person. That was strange. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatized. <laughs> uh, I'm not down for that therapy. I'll go and speak to somebody and I'll probably yeah. take some antidepressants or some weed if they're going to offer you. Yeah, I, I um, don't want no. They're going to offer weed on the uh, NHS. No, but you might have a really cool psychologist who deals with a bit of weed. Yeah. I don't Why can't that. he deal weed just because he's a, 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 a psychologist? Hey, a psychiatrist, yeah. even? I don't well, know. Yeah. Oh man, your problems will clear up just because of Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want someone with an Eastern European accent to. Say to you, so uh, we will dig the shallow grave. Imagine. If I'm going to dig my own shallow grave. Leona, Leona came across this and thought, you know, Gaz is a bit depressed. Oh, I know what will help him. Fuck that. I've paid for it, babe. Yeah. You've got to no, do no, it. no, no. You don't know what's going on. Oh, right. They just, you know, <laughs> abscond you from the street, hood you. Yeah. Put you in this fucking coffin. Oh, no, no. you got to dig your own shallow grave first. Um, you got some Eastern, you got some, some, you in some, some big Russian guys around, Ukrainian dudes around you. Okay. They were like, dig the fucking grave. Well, and, you're like, and you dig it, they were like, enough, and they, they push you in the coffin, throw it in the hole. I will. Twat the one on the left with the shovel. <laughs> Just like an action film. And uh, fight my way out of They've got AKs. I will. They're making this real. I will take an AK off. Do you know how to use, them. do you know how to operate an AK? Point them. Press the trigger? Pretty much. Go, <laughs> well, that's got a safety catch, you might need to know where that I've is. seen in action films where the man says to the woman, do you know how to use one of these? It's easy, you just flick the safety off, point and shoot, okay? Happens to loads of action on the side, isn't it? Hmm? Is that where you load it? Uh, cocking arrows on the side, yeah. load them underneath, uh, safety catches on the trigger finger side. I'd be fine, I'd fight my way out of it, and then I'd get back to the owner and she'd be like, How's the therapy? I'm like, what therapy? I just got kidnapped. Yeah, did you see it taken by the <laughs> heavily set Ukrainian <laughs> man into just, a black man? I just killed three men. <laughs> no, I've been alive! There was already some coffins and freshly dug graves, so I just, I gave them a proper sender. I even said a prayer. Yeah. I don't know why you tried to kidnap me, but, oh well. Wherever you're going. I'm not no interest in this no. as a therapy. No, I get no the point. point. I see where he's coming from. I'm sure when you get pulled up out of it after two hours, you just feel so fucking relieved to not be in that. Yeah. yeah, I suppose all those issues that you had have been replaced by that overwhelming issue of, I hope he's not digging up until I was done. Maybe. Not just leave, I hope I'm just, some serial killer's just got really inventive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and left me, or leave me here. What if it backfires, though, and sort of, after the, the treatment, you just start obsessing over the fact that one day you are going to die and get put in a coffin and you just become massively depressed because you're aware of your own mortality even more than you were before. And, uh, and, yeah, this guy, you should sue it. I'd imagine there'd be <laughs> some kind of a screen, he would, obviously, I think he must recommend people who he thinks would benefit from that. I bet the person, the least suitable they are, the more he gets a boner over it. 
just a hammering on the coffee. I like, hope he doesn't. Enough, enough. And he's just like, no, we have to do the whole two hours. I hope he doesn't pop off for a coffee and get held up in traffic or something. <laughs> yeah. What if something happens to him? Exactly. Just some really freak accident. Yeah. Like, he turns around and trips on something. And a bear and attacks him. Yeah. He paralyzes himself and then a bear eats him. And then we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I hope, he's got, I hope he's got backup. Yeah, you better have an assistant. Fucking <laughs> no. Putin would ride in bare chests on a horse and just gun, it, gun the bear down and then release you. He says there's a pipe sticking up so he can breathe. What if a woodland creature shits down it? Yeah, or puts acorns down it. <laughs> I mean, you know what, you'd have something to eat for a bit, but at the same time, that horse going to get clogged by acorns. <laughs> what if a squirrel climbs down it and all of a sudden you're locked in a coffin with a rabid <laughs> squirrel? A rabid, afraid squirrel yeah. who's doing its best to eat your fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nightmare scenario. <laughs> Being locked in a coffee with a squirrel. Woo! <laughs> well, he's added a fourth onto my list. <laughs> Imagine then if you just start if you want to if you're if he's a sadist and a murderer and a psycho and he wants to kill one of these patients and he just starts shoving squirrels down there. He puts like twenty of them down yeah. there and you just <laughs> they chew you to death. Or Literally. maybe it all just snubble. Literally, your well, that'd be nice. I don't know. No, that'd be quite warm. Yeah, that'd be quite comforting, actually, snuggling yeah. with squirrels. <laughs> Would you then become. I'd become a squirrel, man. And then when you fight your way out, you're like, I know what I must do. I will become Squirrel Man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'd don a little, a cute little red cowl and a tail and go out solving crime at night. <laughs> oh, man. As superheroes go, you know, what would your powers be? Like, like fucking, you should see me run across a fence. Like. <laughs> I can hoard nuts up as no one's business. I can sleep for six months a year. <laughs> the crime rate would spike for six months a year. And then I'd go and fight back down. <laughs> oh, squirrel man. He's the hero Telford needs right now. <laughs> I'll get you to A and E. I'm going across his fence. I'm going across his fence. He's carrying you. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it'll take you ages because you tend to run out to the middle of the road, then get a bit oh, skittish yeah. and run back. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was doing a visual impression of the Sorry, listen. Crossing the road, you have to solve crimes that only happen on one side of the road. Is the problem? <laughs> Someone's getting raped down an alleyway on the other side of the road. You. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'll call the police. Uh, Desist, if I, citizen. If I didn't have these stupid claw hands, I'd call the police. Yeah, I can't unlock my iPhone. <laughs> Take my gloves off, hang on. Uh, uh, going to a cinema near you soon. <laughs> I'm going to pitch it to Marvel. <laughs> I think actually there is a squirrel There's girl. There's a squirrel girl, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't think she's as lame as, as our squirrel. No, man. I think in one of the one of Marvel's comics, I think she beat Thanos. Oh, awesome! <laughs> well, but Thanos has been beaten a lot. He's also won a lot. Mm. It's all multi universes. That's it. I don't think it's the squirrels, but that was about pairing a lot of the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we call it Chris right now? Yeah. Yeah. Mind that squirrel. And we're back. Just just one last thing. Squirrels. Right. Right. Mm. What if? When you're in that coffin, all them squirrels have been shoved down, and you become one with the squirrel and become Squirrel Man. Yeah. What if you can then make some sound that attracts the army of squirrels out of the mm. woodlands to aid you in your foot in your bow? That'd be pretty good. Well, yeah, something like that. Are you thinking about the next? Do you know what's coming up next? No. 
That is well it's freaky. weird yeah. Why? What's the next news story? Raccoons come running for food as Pied Piper serenades with American... And Native American flutes. Whoa! <laughs> that is creepy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I just think it may be... One of Squirrel Man's powers could be he can summon an army of squirrels. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight an army of squirrels. Well, this man's summoning raccoons. Let's let's, let's find yeah. out what's happening with his raccoons. These raccoons are under this man's melodic spell. Either that, or he secretly has a pile of food waiting for them. The magical moment arose two dozen of the mammals, according to their meal by music, was filmed at Brasher State Forest and National Woodland on the northern boundary of New York State with Canada. Studies have shown music to calm certain animals, and in the case of these raccoons, it certainly appears to be the case. Uh, raccoons' hands are similar to humans with five fingers and they use them to collect food, open shells and even doors. Raccoons have the ability to make sounds including hissing, groaning, purring and whistling. I like a raccoon. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. And you have to call Nature's them little burglars. <laughs> oh yeah. So there is a video. Trash pandas. Oh, has he got a... Oh, he's got the old Native American pipe thing. Yeah. Here they come. Well, that's quite jaunty. It's a war film. No, I didn't. Oh, it's about the um, the engine guys that volunteered to find a facility. They, they um, Nicholas Cage is it? No, because Nicholas Cage and Christian Slater. I've not seen it. Uh, yeah, it's quite good. The, 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 I can't remember what engine tribe it is, and I'm sorry about that. Mm. Uh, but their language was completely unique. No one else outside the tribe spoke it, so they used them as radio operators. Oh, awesome! And the idea is that the Japanese, uh, if they captured, they had to get a marine assigned to them, whose job it was to kill them if they thought the Japanese were going to capture them. Because they couldn't let the code. They just torture them uh, until they got the code on. Uh, but one of the characters, he's got this awesome knife. Uh, flute combo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sheath of the knife is also an American American flute. Oh, excellent. And he does go out like a badass with that knife. To be fair, it's a good film. Watch it. It's alright. Stuff. It's a good war film. So I watched The Cracker with Nicolas Cage, a fairly new one, Army of One. Right. Based on a true story of a guy who um. It's like a computer game, Army of One. Not sure, but uh, based on a true story of a guy who goes to Pakistan to kill Osama bin Laden, but he's just a guy. <laughs> he's not ex army. He's not nothing. He, I he think did, I've seen this. He needed kidney yeah. dialysis and stuff, yeah. but and he, yeah, he did make it to Pakistan. Yeah. and was just found in some it? bushes. Yeah, and they were no. like, "Come on, mate, let's get, <laughs> let's get you home." See you in the hospital, then we send you uh, home. Uh, and Nicolas Cage plays it. It's he's going for it. It's it's yeah. full Nicolas Cage. So he's, is he going for Nicolas Cage? He's playing a character, um, <laughs> and he really is giving. It, he's he's going for his Nicolas Cage Oscar. But uh, yeah, good film, Army of One. It's on Netflix, so. All right, it's apparently his new film, something, of, oh, I don't know what it's called, Man, sort of Mandy, Mandy the title. Is that the horror thing? Yeah, apparently that's yeah. really good. I've heard he's mm. good in that as well, yeah. Maybe he's on the way back up. Yeah, I love me some Nicolas Cage. Isn't Nick Cage being successful again one of the signs of the apocalypse? Possibly. <laughs> Put the money in the box. Uh, I do like it. Uh, I would I would go with The Rock as my favourite Nicholas Cage. Yeah, you've got Sean Connery in there too. Yes. Good supporting cast. Ed Wood. What about Conair? Conair's good. They're the two for me. Conair and The Rock. Eight millimeters is an underrated one. Oh, that's a good mm. film. That 
it's a good film. But he started off as a respected actor. Um, what is it? Raising Arizona. I yeah. didn't like that. that. It's weird, isn't no, it? No, I haven't seen it. I did not film. like that. That was weird as fuck. I didn't really get on with that. Yeah. I, I did watch it all the way through, but I thought. So that concludes our Nick Cage uh, discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wind Talkers. I'll watch. Oh so, uh, yeah, man. Not sure if that's on Netflix actually. Not sure. Uh, next one then. Uh, Facebook bans election candidate called Luke Enos from campaigning online because of his inappropriate name. <laughs> well, he does have a last name of Enos. Enos isn't a swear word. What the fuck oh, no, is yeah. wrong with the world? No, but if your last name was Enos, wouldn't you yeah. have changed it by now? I'd probably be sick of the jokes, but yeah. it's Anus, okay? Yeah. Nah, mate. It probably is Anus, but it's, it's Anus. It's Anus, isn't it? It's, <laughs> yeah, there is a meme going around, I don't know if I've seen it, Star Wars meme. It says something about putting your middle name or something is mm. your Darth. Or right. And it's his Anus, and he's because of Darth Anus, he's like, I hate this game. Darth Anus. Backwards, I think it's his first name backwards is Sanu or something. Darth Anus, I hate this game. <laughs> oh man, I'd be Darth Nem. Oh, <laughs> That's shit. Um, so a political candidate has been banned from using his full name on Facebook because it's deemed too offensive. Let's call him Luke Anus. Yeah. Uh, 26 decided to stand as a council candidate in uh, Lobez in Belgium's Wallonia region. While sharing his campaign ideas on Facebook, he discovered that his surname went against the regulations of the social media site. So wasn't he on Facebook before? Well, I don't know. Imagine that, a human not on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> he's 26, and I thought he would have been. Yeah, if he was 46, then maybe not. He's 26 and he wants to be a politician, so I don't know how much of it. Mm -hmm. He's probably not got many mates, has he, outside the party? <laughs> Which party, though? That's the question. Yeah. I hope he wasn't alt-right. Socialist. <laughs> Sadly for Mr. Anus, oh, it's, yeah. it's not issues with social media that he's had to deal with. The Socialist Party candidate often gets joys when it comes to his rather unfortunate surname. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> when someone uploaded a copy of Anus's election poster to social media, he became a viral hit and the, and the butt of many uh, jokes. Oh, I see what you did yeah. there, Mr. Mirror Man. Ah, uh, yeah. He's been forced to change the spelling of his nickname. Oh, man. So how do you spell it now, then, with two S's? I don't know. He said, to be fair to him, yes, I'm unfazed by all the jokes and every comments about my name because I can deal with it. And uh, you know what? Why not? He's, he's had, had all his fucking his life. He's had it for 26 years. He couldn't give two shits anymore. Well, he changed his name to Luke Anu now. Ah. So he's got rid of the S. That's a much better surname. <laughs> Sounds quite cool. Mm. Certainly cooler than... Luke Anus. It does sound a little bit Star Trek, actually. Luke, yeah. uh, Star Wars, even Luke Anu. I am Luke Anu. <laughs> Jedi Master Luke Anu. Fuck you, I am Luke Anu. Yeah, so basically, he's changed his name. And according to the most recent data from the Belgian Civil Registry, there are 49 people with Anus as their last name, and they all live in the French-speaking Wallonia region of the country. I thought all the Belgians spoke French. 49 talking anuses. Do they speak Flemish? Well, maybe French. I don't think French is a second language, certainly. Yeah, it's, um, well, I think I just changed my If I was, my last name was Amos, I just changed my fucking name. I would have definitely changed it before. Yeah, even. but in Belgium, maybe it's oh, a different yeah. language, isn't it? So. Yeah, that's true, I suppose, that when he's in when Belgium, he, it's probably just, uh, just a really weird name. Donkey or fox or something? <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, it means a gaping hole. <laughs> <laughs> 
What language do they speak then in Belgium? Is it French? Or? Um, well, I think French is quite widely spoken, but it might be Flemish earlier. That might be right. Okay. English to Belgian translation. Google. I'll put in a. I'll put in anus. See what it says. Oh, it'd help if I could spell anus. I want to know what anus is in French now. Genuinely, genuinely intrigued. Anus. The Belgian for anus is anus. No. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't mean the same thing. Yeah, I think it is. Well. Oh, and I like the Google's, um, you know, it gives you an example of how to use the word in a <laughs> sentence. During this procedure, a flexible instrument with its own light, called an endoscope, is passed in through the anus. Why couldn't they say, you shit out the anus? <laughs> <laughs> it's your brown eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it make my brown eye blue. <laughs> Curries make my brown eye blue. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry boys, I should have gone on the last piss break, but mm. can we just put a quick pin in it? Yep. Okay, so we're back, and uh, this is fantastic. I love this. FBI agent dodges killer hot tub, but is shot by booby-trapped wheelchair. Okay. <laughs> I read this one. Yeah. This is an amazing story. Yeah. Court documents describe visit to the property in Oregon as like a scene for an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. That's reference earlier. Wow, there's some fucking Mandela effect shit going on tonight. Um, a man has been charged with assault and a federal officer after an FBI agent sent to a property in Oregon was shot from a booby-trapped wheelchair. Law enforcement officers responded to the home in the small town of Williams in September at the request of a real estate lawyer tasked with selling the property. A criminal complaint filed in U.S. District Court in Medford said officers found traps at the property, including spike strips and a circular hot tub turned on its side and rigged to roll over anyone who triggered a tripwire. Oh, Can you imagine? <laughs> That's some next-level shit, uh, isn't it? I call it nine one one. What? What's the matter, sir? I've been I've been run over what by a hot tub with spikes on it. Oh. <laughs> My legs are crushed. <laughs> I don't want to go out like that. Yeah. Fucked up Home Alone, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> a grown-up Home Alone. Yeah. Hillbilly Home Alone. So after making it past the hot tub, a bomb squad, an FBI agent, approached the house and blasted open the fortified front door. Oh, Inside the home, a wheelchair fitted with fishing line, shotgun ammunition and other items triggered the explosion that wounded the agent, according to court documents, an x-ray found a 0.410 gauge shotgun pellet in the agent's leg. Uh, 0.410 isn't that big a calibre for you guys. It's you big, don't know it's that. It's big it's enough. 410 is the poacher's pal. The what? It's a, if you go and poaching, you know mm. 410 shotgun. It's not that big. You can, you know, it's, uh, it doesn't make that much of a bang. Mm. Still, you know, taking a rabbit, but nothing. It's, it's that sort of size yeah. game you're looking for with a 410. I don't know if you're still shot someone in the face with it, they're going to kill them. Yeah. But it's not that big a pellet, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, so one of the legs isn't One of the legs is, is not a... Not a unless it severs an artery, obviously. Yeah. Authorities said the makeshift weapons were created by 66-year-old Gregory Rodvelt, who was forced to forfeit his property as part of an elder abuse care... Uh, involved, as part of an elder abuse care involved in... Case. Muslims, case, sorry. So he basically smacking his mother about. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Um, Rod Velt is in uh, Arizona's Maricopa County Jail, was in the midst of an assault trial in a separate case related to an, an alleged armed standoff. Bit of a nutter, then. Yeah, pretty much. He had been in jail since April 2017, but was released in mid-August for two weeks so he could prepare the property for sale, which he certainly fucking did. <laughs> <laughs> 
And it's almost like um, Kildo's a guy in a way, isn't yeah, it? it is. yeah. It's like this is a low budget Kildo. I guarantee you this guy likes Kildo's a guy. Yeah, yeah. Probably Kildo's episode. Inspired by, yes. Kildo's is soon to be a, a, a major documentary being released, so do your pre research by going back and listening to our episode. Yes. Uh, there is a bit of a, a future hint for an episode. Mm. In the weeks since the agent was injured, a team of private contractors consisting of former military experts ah. has inspected the property. Mm-hmm. So there's a hint for yes. a future episode. So yeah, I love it. I love this um, this story. I'm disappointed with the guy who got shot, but he's probably all right, so it's okay. Yeah, it's not, I think my kids are breaking him. Yeah, that's very true. There is yeah. that. There is that. But I still like his. Um, you know, his, his ideas, I, like, I, like the, I, like, I particularly like the hot tub idea. Massively irresponsible. It is massively yeah. irresponsible. But yeah. kind of feel it's something that I'd like to try and do if I was getting boozed at my house. So he's sat there in his garden thinking, because there's a bit of a hill, he must be thinking, well, imagine if somebody set off a tripwire down there and something could roll down. What could roll? And he then looked at the hot tub and thought, yeah, I could put that on its side. Wrap it in barbed wire. But it needs spikes on it. Yeah, mm. spikes. It's not enough for the hot tub to hit you and crush you and, you know, I want it to stab yeah. you so you lie there bleeding out. It's going to be stabby. Oh, Lord. Am I totally imagining this, but was there a gun in a bush as well or something? Uh, not so far that. in the article. Um, oh, sorry, I thought it the end. No, that is the end, yeah. You see that John Lennon's killer had been denied parole for the hundred, a tenth time. <laughs> well, good, you shot one of the yeah. fucking greatest songwriters ever. Because you were an MK Ultra victim. Oh, he's a fucking lunatic. Uh, I don't know. There's some CIA fuckery about, uh, around that death. I there think. was. Oh, uh, I, I saw this. Yeah. Do you want to read it? Well then, serial killer Rose West wins first prize in prison bake-off. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, future episode, The Wests. Would you eat a fucking cake? <laughs> Begged by her. Well, it's under supervision with the ingredients given to them. I mean, oh, I suppose. For anyone who doesn't know who Rose West was, uh, her and her husband Fred murdered, I think, at least about ten hitchhikers, mainly women. After there was some, there was sexual abuse and rape, and then they killed them, buried them under the patio. Uh, I remember the news. I remember watching the yeah. news sort of the, when I was a kid. Ten Cromwell Street or something like that mm. was the address. But they were they were like a fucked up couple. I mean, they like she was. They were having sex with their kids as well, you know. It was yeah. their own children. It was there was some some. It was a messed up family, and mm. obviously it was future episode. Yeah, definitely sure. future episode. Homegrown. Well, uh, apparently, her Victoria sponge is the first prize. Who wins with a Victoria sponge? I know it's horrible, isn't it? It's uh, just a basic cake yeah. of cakes, isn't it? With jam? Yeah. Is it jam? I don't know. We're not jamming. I don't know that much. How does Bob Marley? Yeah, we're jamming, yeah. We're jamming. Yeah. Jamming, 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 jamming. If I had a gun, now I'd shoot you. <laughs> if I had a, if I had a trip or a hot tub on its side, girls. <laughs> After I saved your life last night. <laughs> I think that's stretching it. Not in my mind. Well, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> goes without saying. Right. Yeah. So yeah, go on, Michael. Yeah, Victoria Sponge won first prize in the competition at HMP Low Newton, amid claims she tries to avoid being attacked by handing out her homemade sweet treats. Apparently, this is a thing that she um, does get beaten up a lot. Mm. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> I'd expect her to. And there were also apparently she's a raging lesbian. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, we've had that story before. Yeah. Where she didn't she have a young lover or something? Didn't she have to, they, they, she had to, like, they did some kind of uh, oral contest. That was it, yeah. And she won or something like that. Oh, God. Now, remind me, what did you say? Did she actually kill anyone or just help? I think she was, yeah, I don't know, she killed. Oh, so she was convicted of 10 murders. Yeah, so she must have helped. Serving a life yeah. sentence. I don't know how, off the top of my head how many the Wests killed. 10, it says there. Yeah, but that might be what she was convicted for um, rather than oh, how many one. they killed. She uses her cooking skills to win people over, I saw, told the Daily Star. There are some very violent women on the wing, and a lot of them are very aggressive towards West because of her crime, I suppose, because. They were killing the kind of people that end up in prison. Yeah. They were sort of hitchhikers, weren't they? Mm. Well, as he's saying that, I'm making assumptions there. We have to. I'm not sure. I think there were. Some... They just picked kids up off the street, didn't they? Yeah, I think they were hitchhikers. Convicted of killing twelve women, rose ten. Fred twelve, rose ten. Many believe up to thirty or more were murdered. Along with her husband, Fred, Rose West raped and murdered their daughter Heather and buried her under the patio. Oh yeah, wasn't there something like wrong with her? I don't know. I, I, it's, um, oh, it's on my head. The daughter. I haven't looked at this. I haven't looked at this case for a long time. Okay, no. Uh, um, last so, month, she, oh, yeah. uh, the Mail Online reported that she found God Ooh. and attended chapel services. Um. Yeah. Well. Fuck you, Rose. Yeah, pretty much. Rot in jail. Yeah. I hope somebody chokes you with a cake. Oh, she might have type 2 diabetes. special from the prison. I think they Rose West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd watch see, it. See if we can get that going. Let's get the most yeah. violent criminals we've got in this country <laughs> and get them to do a bake-off. Let's get Bronson in. Is he still alive? Bron Charles Bronson. Yeah, he's alive. Isn't he? oh, we'll get him in. Rose West. Oh, man, there's a few of them gone recently. I don't know, got Mara Henley in there. She's dead. I mean, uh, Dr. Crippen. That's sure a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> 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 Shipman obviously hung himself. Fred West hung himself in the jail cell as well. I was well. literally just about to ask you what happened to Fred. Yeah, he hung himself in the jail cell. Oh, that's a shame. I'd love him to still be rotting and living a shit existence. Because uh, <laughs> I, well, I'm one of the, I personally, although I often say I oh, kill the fucker when you know in jest, I think sort of rotting in prison's way better. Punishment and giving. I think killing them is the easy way out, unless they're really. Hit. I don't know, man. Somebody I don't know, read this last shot. sentence. Oh, go on then. <laughs> last week, Westminster police came under fire for renting husband's Fred's cell out for seventy-five pound a night for a Halloween event. <laughs> what are you going to achieve by going to Fred West's cell where he killed himself? Oh my god. The police. Oh man, that's our police force yeah. as well, lads. Yeah. Well, they're underfunded now. Well, yeah. well that's what they're yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say five quid, you get in. That's Tory Britain for you. <laughs> the police are renting out jail cells where famous serial killers killed themselves <laughs> to punters to have a creepy night in a cell. Ooh. Just to buy some batons, you fucking. I hate them ghost hunt things. Uh, you know, I've been on one. I know, yeah. So. I've been on one. It's a mm. Dudley Castle. We went down the fucking the dungeons, yeah. and it's like, well, it's just cold. Yeah. <laughs> it was October. It was like, this is just cold. Did anyone have a PKA? Oh, PKA. No, sadly not. If anyone was going to have one, it would me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it was. Um, you got people. Like, oh, did you hear that? And you're like, no. Mm. No, I didn't. 
Do you know what would be cool if you took them? I don't know what it's called, but you know in Ghostbusters 1, where Peter Venkman goes to Dana's apartment. Oh, the little st- it's, it's st- got a thing. pumpy yeah. thing in one hand and a stick in the other, and he's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I don't know what it is, but I'd like yeah, to I don't know what it is, yeah. But then I can play the piano as well. Yeah. No, they, they hate it when I do this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're I am the Peter Venkman of the Ghostbusters. <sighs> I want to be Pete. Oh, I'll let you be Pete. I'll be Egon or Ray. I'm Ray. Ray. Yeah, yeah. That's true. You Winston? Fuck you down, be Winston. My dick's bigger than yours. <laughs> Black up then. <laughs> You're the one dropping M bombs. It's down to you now. <laughs> oh, what we got next? Last piece of news. Last piece. Last bit. Um, they find. Oh god, this article's written terribly. They find in Mexico a Nazi coin of the t- year 2039, a test of time travel or a parallel universe. Mmm. Or a fucking serial number of some description. Yeah, or maybe it says 1939 and they've just altered it. Mm, no, it definitely says 039. I could definitely see that. Mm. I don't know. Well, let's see what they say uh, about it. Well, for a long time, alternative universes have been used as a plot for a novel or simply a story for a movie. There are many people who wonder what their life be like in a parallel universe. Or, if there's an alternate version of their person in another dimension... Nazi coin of the year 2039. <laughs> for scientists who have spent time investigating the potential of alternate realities for decades. Over the years, scientists have exposed multiple theories, some of which have real evidence to back them up, allegedly. Mm. So if any of these theories are correct, there's a universe somewhere different from ours. Makes sense. Multiverse episode. Check that out. It's very yeah. good. Some of our, our most beloved characters of the show come from that episode. Captain Dorito. Yes. Yep. For one, Mr. Blobby gets mentioned a lot. <laughs> uh, one of the most popular theories of alternative universes is string theory. According to this theory, we live in a multiverse of nine dimensions with only three dimensions visible to us. Since we only exist in three dimensions, our universe would look flat like a sheet of paper. Not flat earth, though. Never a flat earth. <laughs> On the other hand, the way in which the other dimensions would expand would be along the timelines and possible situations. That said, alternative versions of how our world could be almost identical or totally different. However, it's only with theories. What will happen if someone discovers evidence of the existence of parallel universes? Now, a video posted on YouTube, which uh, you can go and check out, shows a man who claims to have discovered a Nazi coin apparently from the year 2039. Not that far away. Mm. Oh man, I'll be too old to be in the SS. <laughs> it's an alternate universe, I can say that. You can. Um, apparently, the mysterious coin was found by Diego Alvarez in a, in a work in Mexico. Alvarez explains that what caught his attention when he read the inscription saw the date on the Reichsmark was 2039. He had also engraved the symbol of the Nazi party, uh, the eagle and swastika, and a few words written in Spanish that said, New Germany. Nice. Did somebody make it to fuck with people? Always a possibility. That's also a possibility. In Mexico, there is a state called uh, Nueva Alemania, uh, located in the in the oh god, there's a lot of words here. Min, oh, you say, that's it. Of La Concordia, in the state of Chiapas, but it is known there is no record of the arrival of any Nazi currency. On the reverse of the coin is the Iron Cross and the phrase Allah in Aina Nation which translates as 
all in one nation, a motto that would perfectly serve a country that has dominated the world. As the new video has gone viral on the internet, many conspiracy theorists have claimed there's a coin of an alternative future where the Nazis conquered the world, developed time travel and sent money back to the past where certain currencies ended up in our reality. Others argued it's no, it's new evidence of time travel, a test that shows that Germany will be a key country in the imminent Third World War that is involving in Syria, see our emergency broadcast on Syria. Didn't the Germans are in there though? No, no, they're not. <laughs> I wouldn't admit it's, it's no, they're not. I'm pretty sure they're not. Unless it's plus the, the French and the Americans, isn't yeah. it? And the Russians. And the Russians. Ah, yeah. uh, where were we? They also added the Nazis living in secret in Antarctica would join the Germans of the Fourth Reich. Wow. In the first place, is it really a coin of the twenty year twenty thirty nine? In the first place, there's no way of knowing if the year 2039 is written on the coin, at least not with the images provided. The number 39 is clear, but it could be the year 1939, as I did suggest. I'm mm. prophesizing again. <laughs> because the currency is supposedly been sent to university for examination, we cannot know the date that it is written until the results are revealed, which is convenient. Then, it's a coin. A silver coin, supposedly from the year 2039. If it were an electronic device or electronic currency, there'd be no doubt. However, we're talking about a nation that's managed to achieve travel over time and continues to silver as its currency in the year 2039. Might have been a, one of those, what do you call them? When you just issue coins sometimes. Uh, for, oh, like you oh, see okay. advertised at the back of the oh, newspaper. Yeah. Like you get on the fucking, every fucking daytime TV, like, yeah. the Ballad commemorative coin. Yeah, memorabilia yeah. coin. The yeah, royal yeah. wedding. Yeah. It could also, I was, I'm, it sounds just crossed my mind, but... Right now, here in the year 2018, they're desperately trying to push us toward a cashless society. Yeah. So, yeah, would they still in 2039 be using coins? But still, it's a fucking cool idea. Not cool, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, fucking... The had Since the Hadron Collider, realities have been all, you know, the multiverse has opened. Shit, our entire episode's linking together. Yeah. It's almost professional. Everything's uh, folding in on itself. Man. Just like reality. Wow. Yeah. Well, my mind's blown. Well, I hope it's not the fourth, right? You know, sending currency back in time to make their their, fu their past selves richer to benefit their future. I suppose that's a possibility. Right. Yeah, but you're not going to pay for things with a coin that says New Germany from 2013. Ah, written in Spanish, that's true. Everyone's going to go, well, that's fake. <laughs> Why don't they just do like... In I think the Nazi coin might raise a few eyebrows and try to hand that over to the local supermarket. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're meant to keep it safe until 2039 when they can spend it. Uh, Why don't you send it back in 2039? Well, yeah. Why put a date on it in the first place? <laughs> yeah. Why put the eagle and the swastika on it? The like, just holes send, just send back a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole... Just, just, just a bury a, send a fuck ton of paper money back yeah. that's US dollars or British pounds or what the, the euros or what, whatever yeah. and send that back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Unless... It is an old dimension bleeding through reality and the Germans did win the war in that reality and this coin has leaked through some of them. So to break this story down, it's essentially a man find a, found a coin. Allegedly found a coin. Right. That shows the numbers 39. He's then assumed... It's 2039. 2039 and constructed an entire story about time travelling banker Nazis. 
Well, we think if you could have it's Spanish, it says New Germany. Mm. And all in one nation sounds like the sort of thing they'd be saying in 1939. In all fairness, though, I mean, as well, remember there's that district of Argentina, which is very Germany, very, very Oh, where Germanic, Hitler still lives. Allegedly. Yeah. And, you know, but now, yeah, he well, it, but now. Where he died. Yeah. Yeah. Where he lived you know, so his final years. You literally, you, you can go to these areas and be forgiven you're not, you're, you're in mm. Bavaria, forgiven for thinking you're in Bavaria. Mm. You know, there's German schools, there's beer halls. Maybe 1939, some of them went over to visit the fatherland, came back, bought some currency with them. Yeah, maybe, I think, I, maybe it was a, a coin from 1939, a commemorative coin yeah. saying, you know. Oh, yeah, like our, our, you know, our colonies, our, our brothers abroad, New Germany. Yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah, like a propaganda piece. Yeah. Or the whole thing's a fucking yeah. silly hoax. Or it's in 1939, <laughs> and the Nazis won the war, and. I'm no Oppengubbenfuhrer von Carter. Either way, um, heil mein future Führer. <laughs> Don't kill me. Maybe. You're not Jewish, are you? I've got blue eyes, he'll fucking love me. Yes. I'll be one of the boys. Anyway, moving on. I don't <laughs> want to be one of Hitler's boys. I'm just saying. I'll probably take a cushy staff role if there's that's yeah. going. It's, look, do it's much. 2039. Just following orders, okay? <laughs> oh, that's, that, the gas, that's all any of us have ever done. Well, yeah. I'm not saying it's defence. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't wash at Nuremberg. It didn't wash at Nuremberg at all. I was just following. <laughs> but don't any of us just follow orders? Mm. Right, I like to think I'm a free thinking. They um, say jump and we say how high. Got a fucking bullet in your head? Well, have you got I any whiskey or anything strong? <laughs> <in my fucking laughs> you guys are bringing me down. <laughs> Oh, we'll go to Never Fall Out, Never Go Fall Out. Yeah, let's go to Never Fall Out, let's have a laugh. Have we, got, have we got Alex or... Um... Can you just pause it a second? Yeah. I'll sort it out. I can do the piss, I'll be all right. Yeah. And we're back, so it's time. That's been weird news. Uh, the Farce Awakens. Nice one, Mike, on that. Good tale, good tale. <laughs> so let's play Full Alex. Never Go Full Alex. The most popular game show in this flat. Yeah. Um, how it works is that Mike will find us a couple of random weirdos he's found on the internet spouting some bollocks. <laughs> he will then play us a clip of uh, Saint Alex, one of our patron saints of the show. We'll see who's gone more Alex. Yeah. Alex himself or the people who are trying to be Alex. And remember, dear listener, never go full Alex. Indeed. Just don't. <laughs> Not like Gaz in Tuesday High Street. <laughs> <laughs> Should have recorded that now. The um, end is nigh. We should have put it up against Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think, I think we'll you know what you know what would be a better <laughs> one against Alex would be the um, last year's Oktoberfest train station rant. Oh um, yeah. God. Who went more full Alex? Uh-huh. Who went more full Alex? Gaz or Alex? Uh-huh. Just to explain to the listener, last year we went to Oktoberfest and I got quite drunk and was sort of aggressively shouting at people on the train that there was possibly more than one shooter in the Las Vegas incident. I don't necessarily believe that anymore. But while he was, uh, the thing is, we took along the microphone. We were in our early days of podcasting then. Yeah. Not the year-long professionals we are now. The plan was to get Not some... Not the slick, well-oiled <laughs> machine yeah. we are yeah. now. The, the plan was to get some good, you know, to interview the man on the street and use those interviews for our podcast, but it just turned into me shouting at people until they ignored me. Yeah, or got off the train. Yeah. Possibly a stop early. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking eyes are killing me from wearing these glasses. <laughs> At least you can see. That's true. Right, the reading play... has been better tonight. <laughs> <laughs> let's play the game. 
Were you trying to get crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm loco? Alright, so who we got first, Mike? First up, we got Jim Backer or Jim Baker. Ah, uh, Jim Backer. He's a f show friend now, isn't he? Yeah. Along with Satan. He's a bit of a regular now. He's <laughs> <laughs> friend you know, of the show. Along with Pat Robinson, Satan, Jim Backer now joins our illustrious friends of the show list. <laughs> this show is brought to you by our beloved sponsor, Satan. <laughs> Hail his ready goodness. <laughs> uh, right, let's see what Jim's got to say. Apparently he says his coffee will get you a new car when the end times come. His coffee? His coffee. It'll get you a new car? Yeah. When the end times come? Yep. Why would you need a car in the end times when you're fighting demons <laughs> just to stay alive? Let's see what he's going to say. He I'm, I'm already poking some holes in this. He turned the coffee into cars. <laughs> oh shit, shit. <laughs> Jesus, come back, he's turning yeah. coffee into cars. <laughs> Red wine, water into wine, so fucking, so zero BC. Four, I don't know, 33 AD. Now he turns less caffeine into Mustangs. <laughs> It's the American dream! <laughs> <laughs> oh, spin that shit. Let's see what this fucking lunatic has to say. God has spoken to us to prepare for what's coming. I believe Donald Trump was given by God yeah. to give us a respite mm -hmm. and give us a time of prosperity. But do you think time the evil Antichrist spirit is sitting back? No. They're fighting tooth and toenail. Uh -huh. They're they're fighting the, the president. Yes. They want to kill him. Yes. And believe oh. me, if they get one open shot, someone will kill our president. Matter of fact, right. news right. yesterday, uh, they had to go and find somebody in Pennsylvania that has made threats to the president of the United States to kill him. Yes. This is real. And when you talk about the prophet the prophets being here on this stage this is the number one thing that keeps saying, Jim, Lori, audience, we are living in the most prophetic time in history than any other time. If that's the case, we're getting the storehouse ready one bucket at a time. And All you preppers yeah. that don't have coffee, this is your moment to start getting your coffee ready. Start wow. stocking up on coffee. Bartering is going to yeah. be the number one thing. What do you think that would be worth when if... If the sun don't shine, what would it be worth oh. with the, the, the this power goes out and there's no trucks running and the EMP bomb or whatever the, uh, they're talking about for these last day events. This two-gallon bucket mm -hmm. of packs of coffee, yes. you could trade them for whatsoever you want. That's it. You could probably get a new car for one packet of coffee. Oh, so it turned from... People are going to kill the president, which I'd imagine, let's face it, someone's always making a threat against the rule of the country yeah, somewhere on yeah. Twitter. Whatever. But then, but, but, you can get that two-gallon drum, yeah. two-gallon tub of coffee, that you can, hey, when the end times come, when you're, when you're bartering, you know what I'd do, Jim? I'd bash your skull in with fucking Lucille, <laughs> right? Because I'm eager in this scenario. <laughs> I'm going to swab leather jacket and a nice red scarf. And I'm bashing your head in with Lucille and I'm taking your coffee. I'm not going to barter with you for it. I'm just going to recognise who you are and then I'm going to beat your skull in and take it off you. 
Yes. I think his, his plan is flawed. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. That's that, not cheap. Buy the eighty dollar donation for deluxe no, coffee and cream. I mean, these as well. Remember, you say you're in your bunker, right? Mm-hmm. Now, unless you, if your filtration system packs in, you're on limited oxygen. Can't be lighting fires to fucking uh, boil your water for the coffee. Yeah. The electricity is gone. There's an EMP bomb, as he said. Yeah, must be cold coffee. That'd be cold. No one's drinking cold coffee in the that apocalypse. That essentially went. That was. It went, it's, it's it went from apocalypse news to you QVC advert. Yeah, you are all going to die. Even the president isn't safe. Someone's going to kill our president and the apocalypse is coming. But you know what would be really useful in the apocalypse? Coffee! Yeah. You know, no, you know what would be more useful and to you me know in the apocalypse? you know who's selling coffee? <laughs> me! But you know what would be more useful to me in the apocalypse? Medicine. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a good start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. Some food. Food would also be good. Water. Fresh, fresh un- unradiated water would also be good. Everything about this is fucking disgusting. Exactly. And he's a man of he's, God. He, yeah, I was about to say, these men of God who surely should be preaching that if we all love each other and we'd spread nothing but positivity, maybe... Those end times won't yeah. come. No. But if they're just pure cynical salesmen, Spot like, you're yeah. all gonna fucking die. Buy this quabby. <laughs> fucking hell. You're not a man of God. You're it's fucking charlatan, isn't he? Get to <laughs> You know what? Part of me wants in on this. Part of me wants to start oh, doing what he's doing. As a business doing. owner, yeah. yeah. He's probably fucking take money hand over fist from certain sections of America. I would go on TV said that I love Jesus mm. and then sell my survival shit. Mm. For the money they're on, and that Joel Olsen, he's got a five million pound fucking mm. five million dollar mansion. I don't know what channel this is, but this they basically stole Alex Jones' business model. They've seen that he's become a millionaire from doing it. I think they even did it a lot longer than Alex. Yeah, these go these back to the 60s and 70s, didn't they? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, like, you know what the quickest way of salvation is? Buy one of this company's. Leather bone Bibles, only $99. Quickest way to salvation, buy one of them. That is exactly it, yeah, it's... it's. But part of me, well, part of me, 90% of me thinks, this is just fucking disgraceful. And the other 10% of me thinks, I should get in on this. Yeah, no, As we've seen, there's a lot of stupid people about. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way to make money. Right, who's next, Mike? Next up, we've got Gordon Klingenschmidt. Sounds like an awkward bowel movement. No, that's what <laughs> a that's what, in Germany. That's what they call them. Um, you know, Klingons, Dingleberries. <laughs> oh, I got a very bad case of Klingon shit. <laughs> I had a Klingon shit this morning. Somebody needs to get the nerves of horse pipe and a toilet brush. Fetch the toilet brush. What's, yeah. it, what's okay. he saying? Yeah. He's decrying the homosexualization of Bert and Ernie. From the uh, Bert and Ernie being homosexualized? Apparently. Wow, okay, well this is news to me. I just thought they were lovers. I didn't care. Let's hear him. The puppets are simply puppets. They are not perverse. And I think Mark Saltzman, I mean, if we were to take a moment and discern the spirits here, Mark Saltzman, by projecting his own sexuality upon beloved children's puppets, is is actually trying to recruit children into his perverse lifestyle so that he can eventually recruit them to become 
what he is. And the sad part of this is that if homosexuals, because they don't have their own children, they have to recruit the children of heterosexual couples in order to continue and propagate their own population of available sex partners, they are perverting and recruiting children by making these false allegations. And that is a demonic spirit inside of you, Mark Zaltzman, who are targeting children for your own pleasure. And that, of course, was condemned by Jesus himself. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter 18. Jesus said, Whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depths of the sea. End quote. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Oh, we don't see him pray. Father in heaven, we pray <laughs> that you would protect the children of American culture, especially those who watch uh, beloved programs like Burton and Ernie on Sesame Street. And Father, protect them from the homosexualization of the liberal culture who wants to reach every child possible for their own pleasure. And Father, we pray against that sin of recruiting and defiling. Father, we pray for the protection of every innocent child, whether they watch public t programs or, or Christian programs. Father, we pray that America will protect their children. In Jesus' name, amen. I think that guy touches children. <laughs> well, Allegedly. You know what? I'm, as a, first of all, I'm going to get the big, the elephant in the room at the way. Mm. I have no idea what the fuck he's on about, to be fair. It's just like, I don't even know why this is an issue for him. Well, he's saying um, that. But second of all, Burton Ernie in that it's homosexualization of puppets to encourage children to be yeah. Up. But we're not seeing Burton Ernie butt fucking. Well, that, that's that's where we've got that's where we've got an issue with him. Surely he's the yeah. one sexualizing. He's sexualizing the puppets. children. Yeah. But second of all, speaking mm. as you know a um, a boarding man, mm. right? Sorry, how are you guys are here? Mm. Hey. Um, didn't put my phone back on airplane mode, do apologise. Ah. You never, as a boarding man, yeah. let them two clumps go on the side of your head. <laughs> you shave it off. Yeah. You keep your head shaved. That's, I do it. It's your, it's your one thing as a boarding guy, is like, <laughs> just keep it shaved because it looks stupid. Don't then go on TV and start Talking preaching about, about this bollocks. Well, like, you, and, and then have that haircut. Just don't do it. Do you know? Shave your head, man. Shave your fucking head. Back to the but sexualizing that it's him doing the sexualizing because it's not the same thing, but it's similar. I was watching the wrestling this morning with uh, the owner's little girls, and the youngest one's five, and she asked me. There's a white guy and a black guy wrestling, and she asked me which one I was rooting for, and I don't know if I should have said this, but it was just the easiest way. I said, "Well, the black guy." She didn't know what I meant. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She didn't know what I meant she still hasn't got the concept of like mm. white black like it's not a thing to her hasn't got it's our labels yeah yeah I had to then say oh look the, the gold boots going oh okay right so I don't think she's looking two at two people to her, yeah, yeah that's the point I'm trying to make it's mm. her just two people and she didn't know what I meant when I said the black one and what a, what a lovely world if that was the case yeah but so that's what I mean though I don't think children are watching Bert and Ernie mm. And putting two together and going, oh, Bernie is slinging that sausage right up <laughs> Bernie's fucking poop shoot. No, it's you doing that, mate. Yeah. You creepy, weird that's, fucking... That's in your head. 
And as for that prayer, mm. that was the least convincing prayer I've ever heard in my fucking mm. life. I mean, he couldn't remember what he was saying half the time. Because uh, uh, he was desperately trying not to... He was trying not say, to. I love fucking kids. <laughs> he, was tr- he was desperately trying Allegedly. in an attempt to stop his bone and bang in the desk. <laughs> Like, clunk, 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 because he's that hard. Yeah, thinking about Bert and Ernie rubbing each other up. Uh, Alright, let's go to Alex. Uh, <laughs> okay, apparently Alex Jones is not bragging. Okay. No! Bit of a compilation clip of Alex. Okay. Excellent. And I'm not bragging, it's just that I didn't believe in Santa Claus at two and a half and nobody had to tell me. I'm not bragging here, but you know, not everybody's family found in Texas. Again, I'm not bragging to say that things I've coined become popular parlance. I'm not bragging, but aren't those some big pecs? I'm not bragging when Jeff Bridges calls me. I knew Vladimir Putin listened on a routine basis. That's not bragging. I'm not bragging. I really have read thousands of books. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not some pseudo-intellectual here. I'm not bragging either. I can pretty much speed read. So I've read, let's not exaggerate. I'm not bragging, I just keep saying hundreds and it sounds like an exaggeration. I've probably read 200 naval history books <laughs> in the US, England, France, China, Japan, the Netherlands, the Romans, the Greeks. I mean, I really got into naval stuff for some reason. I know about the maps of the South China Sea. I'm not bragging, I just I just know it in my head. And I'm not bragging, I mean, it's a fact, folks. I can think 50 levels up, okay? I'm not bragging, it's not bragging. It's, again, I'm not bragging. This isn't Alex Jones's head got big. I mean, I'm not bragging today, I'm Mr. Cool. The only reason I've always been the coolest guy around. When I was 12, I'm not bragging, this is a normal behavior. I was going after women. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I was 14 dating college chicks. I, I'm not bragging. I can't help it. I start just saying, here, here's $50 bills. You ladies all have whatever you want. This is big, big, big mojo. Okay, I mean, I'm not bragging. I mean, I'm not bragging. I just want you to get the newsflash here. I am the person that popularized the term false flag. Chuck Norris listens to us almost every day. It's not bragging about Chuck Norris. And I'll guarantee you I'm not stronger than Hillary. I'm, I'm, I'm not bragging, but I'm not stronger than her. I mean, I'm just, I don't have any fear. I'm not bragging. It's weird, actually. I wish I had fear. I'm bragging. It's just really good to be in this position. Truth is, I'm extremely vicious. Yeah, I'm not bragging. A lot, a lot of men are like that, but I mean, I'm, you know, I'm crazy. I mean, it's, you know, I got tricks a thousand times more vicious. The problem is, I don't want to release this stuff on the earth, and I'm not bragging. I'm like a gorilla. I'm not bragging. I mean, it's like a war machine when I get in a fight. I'm not bragging. I mean, I'm not bragging, but I would literally have just absolutely devastated all those people in about 10 seconds. If I was to hit somebody 20 times, they'd probably die. I can punch pretty hard, not bragging. I'm not bragging, I'm just an average guy. But I got in fights in high school, punch me, I punch you back. And then I slam your head in the concrete. I'm not bragging, but I'm not bragging, but I come from super Texas, hillbilly, you name it. No, you don't. Your dad was a fucking successful dentist. I'm not bragging. Who got your first job at the radio show? I told you two months before it was coming, they were going to blow up the World Trade Center, blaming on Bin Laden. I'm not bragging about me, and I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. We game-changed the presidency. Both leaders listen, and all the major intelligence agencies listen, and the Pentagon listens, and everybody else listens. I'm not bragging. It's a fact. I mean, I'm not bragging. It's just, and I'm not bragging. A lot of folks in the grassroots are bringing this to Trump, but we brought it directly to him. And Oprah Winfrey is coming. And I'm not bragging. I don't like saying nobody else has done the research we've done on her. I'm not bragging, but just about general concepts. I can sit around talking about quantum mechanics and end theory with people. I'm sitting with William Benny and I go, but doesn't a hologram of a mathematical equation of something with that much data create mathematically its own mass and create a distortion mirror of the sub key a projection of the dark matter coding and he was just like i'm not talking about classified stuff (laughs) classified stuff he was and of course buckley's real smart and people were there they're like but alex what are you getting into and i just suddenly understood 
what I just started started spouting the stuff off. I don't even know how I know all this stuff. Folks. Half the time, I just started spewing out of my mouth. And um, but I know that in in the universe, they look at older parts of it and it's distorted, and matter moves at a different rate. I know that with the mathematic equations of a French physicist, I forget his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, know what's going on. Oh, wow. well, he's not bragging. That's the important thing. Yeah. yeah. Never brags. He's not bragging. He's Alex. <laughs> no. Well, judging on the on the on the strength of that compilation, I mean, I think Alex is going to win that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go with the coffee. Go with the coffee. We friend of the show, Jim Backer. Um, Just a cynical reptilian salesman. Yeah. He's very much a school-faced alien. Cynical, they live. Evil fuck. Yeah. The guy who hates Burton Uh He's just a repressed homosexual. I'll guarantee you. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah. I'll guarantee you he's going to get found in a motel with a male prostitute yeah. in three months' time. I guarantee you. And just and just shave those fucking <laughs> clumps of the side. You've got male pound baldness, mate. You're not the only one. But just shave the fuck. There was a Blackburn player from the sixties. You remember? He's got, he had ginger. Clumps uh, on the side of his head. Yeah. He like crushed the fucking clown, right? I've got a football ball, yeah. uh, um, dodgy haircuts, yeah. football history. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And these things are like six inches fucking high, guys. <laughs> they are. It, it's, he's going down that route. <laughs> just, just, just shave your fucking head. I might respect just slightly more. Stop looking like crushing the fucking clown. Yeah. Sort it out. Yeah, but Ben, if you create a hologram. Right. <laughs> Does it affect the dark matter of the key of the original? Oh, there's, oh. Too, there's too much data to transfer, we, guys. We, we can't talk about classified <laughs> stuff. There's too much data to transfer, don't you know? <laughs> he is amazing. I fucking love this man. I'm telling you, I'm one of the ones... I, I don't care if he's got blood on his hands or if he's dangerous or he should he's irresponsible. I don't. That was just want to go out for he's beers fun. with him. He's just... I want to get stoned out of my mind. Imagine he was in Lush yesterday. Oh, my God. Uh, it, and I find a boxing match. Oh, I love him. I love him so very much. <laughs> He's fucking nuts. He, he said he'd say he had a little moment of clarity where he's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, have no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> and you're speaking um, of which, have you seen the Will Ferrell, Bill Riley? Is it Bill Riley? The guy who, Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the trailer for that? No. Oh, it looks fucking great. It does look quite humorous. Like, like, it's like Bill Riley's in it, though, isn't it? <laughs> what is it? That's the politician guy. It was. No, he's the newsreader. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Who was the chap was in Talladega Nights? It's you're right, John C. Riley. John C. Riley. <laughs> I'm Riley. I got Riley. It's a very different film. Isn't it? <laughs> 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 but Riley. The pronunciation should be a lot clearer. <laughs> but yeah, looks quite good actually. The trailer for that does looks very funny. So who we, who's got your vote this week then? Boys? It's, it's Alex and me, and the, com the compilation won it. I think it's a little bit unfair that it was a compilation. Yeah, but you can't. Rather than a single rant. <laughs> I but so I, think, I, I do think that the uh, the contest has been marred slightly. But <laughs> Alex wins it. For yeah. the, I'm not bragging. I, I sat with hundreds of women when I was 15. <laughs> I'm not bragging. I was dating college chicks. Yeah. When I was 14. No, you wasn't. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to go with the consensus on it. Yeah, Mike. Right. 
Or do you want to uh, wrap right, it so up? That's, um, that's been um, Weird News Part 3, The Farce Awakens. Oh, should we just say, sorry to cut you off just before you wrap up? It's all right, I'll always try. There you go. Dear listener, if you enjoyed the show, you'd enjoy us. We would love it if you went and found our Facebook page, literally called Cutting Through the Bull in the Post Through the Pocket. Give it a like and follow. Join in. We share a lot of conspiracy memes, funny, fun times. Leave a little review if you enjoy the podcast. If you don't enjoy it, maybe inbox us and tell us what you didn't enjoy. That'd be a good idea. Rather than publicly write it and fuck with our rating, we would. I'm no, we're not doing that for that though. But no, just if leave you can't a nice say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. There That's the go. point I'm trying to make. If you like us, leave it. Let's let Facebook know with a nice review and like us. And if you have been, thank you for listening. Uh, and Twitter is Apocalypse Ball, at Apocalypse Ball. Yeah. I am uh, at Baron Von Carter. I don't, I don't do a lot, to be fair. But uh, Mike, you're uh, at Gaggy Van Kack. Mm-hmm. No, I don't really do a lot either. No? Guys, you're not there. Don't no. follow us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> don't like, don't add us as friends on Facebook. Uh, you won't want to follow my personal Facebook. It's just the Diary of a Madman. No, 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 you're, you're very boring on Facebook. I am. We're all very boring on Facebook. <laughs> then they won't friend us. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we love you. Yeah, so, and also, if you've got any episode suggestions you'd like to hear, unless yes. they're really batshit insane, I'll look into them all. Yeah, man. And, um, yep, someone mentioned QAnon, and we're going to look at that soon. Yeah, QAnon, mm-hmm. someone's already had a... Mm-hmm. I know nothing about QAnon, so... Oh, you'll enjoy that, then. Yeah, so um, I'm going to say, if we're all in agreement, uh, that we're ending. Yes. I've been Ben. I'm going to say, uh, don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a cult. Uh, I've been Gaz, and I will say, free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. How's it you like? Go, Mike. It's going fine, thank you very much. Have you started yet? <laughs> Not just yet. <laughs> <laughs> close or? Mm. <laughs> How close? I'm working towards it. Working towards it on your busy to-do list. Mm. <laughs> very packed schedule. He <laughs> <laughs> has to edit the show for a start. Uh, to be fair, fair enough. we're not going to do it, are we? No, we not. don't know. I how. tried it once, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> right then. Uh, okay, well, good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.